Welcome to the boys of the Golden Throne. It's been too long, too little, too late, I guess. We're back from our holidays. Many things have changed. Uh, I grew a second penis. What? We have <laughs> I, I didn't say... What? <laughs> this is I news. didn't say nothing. This Thanks is news. Not way more girthy. <laughs> <laughs> so you- uh, no. So we got lots in, of stuff happened. We can introduce you now as Teo, or the no two penis Teo, two penis Teo. I guess so. <laughs> and we got big, big, big leg th- John. I don't know, uh, or big, big one, big one penis John. <laughs> Wasn't he called Fat Piss? <laughs> yeah, Fat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, he might have been named pisses. Fat Piss in one particular <laughs> drunken night. <laughs> but then, yeah, lo- lots has happened this holidays. Uh, some life news and lots of this sounds looks like lots of hobby progress with all this sabbatical time off from work and whatnot. Well, yeah, there was a good run. I had a, like a a pretty good run. Looks yeah. like you had a pretty had good a run. run. Yeah, yeah. John's been cranking out some stuff, so yeah, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll save that for the the hobby. But yeah, we got like a bunch of stuff going on, Tao. Oh what, yeah, what do we got going on. Well, it looks like we're going to talk about our normal hobby and shame lives, Mm -hmm. shameful lives. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the Titanicus event that went down. Yeah. Yeah, Mm. yeah. The inaugural Bocce T Titanicus event that just from the pictures alone looked pretty scandalous. It's pretty full on. Scandalous. (laughs) Scandalous. Uh, And then we're going to talk. And then AJ's going to talk a little bit with uh, Big Garrett. Yeah, I did a little. A little update from the East Coast, from Garrett, and the happenings that are going on in Ottawa. So stay tuned to that. Or as known as the G Unit. The G Unit. <laughs> the G Unit's ready to get some drinking on the, in, in June. Sounds oh, yes, like. he is. Hey, He's talking about bringing his spoilers. big boy. Pa- uh, uh, <laughs> and then we've got, you guys are launching something, which we is are, pretty cool. Yeah, we're doing, uh, we finally started our campaign, John and I, which the long talked about campaign, what we have now started it and had our first game so we're gonna do a little update on that it's a bunch of good sexy oh yeah and then we'll land this pig and and close the show out so uh that's what we should get art made out of of a pig landing Ooh, that is an idea we were talking about (laughs) shirts earlier so yeah if you might have like a a bot gt shirt idea stay tuned you know, send us it's a, a t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> send us an idea. We've thought about my idea was re reimagining the famous, uh, <laughs> the famous phone call to, uh, radio <laughs> oh, Esteban in, in LVO, uh, but in bear and otter form. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what comes out. We'll at least have a regular, like 
quote unquote normal person bought GT t-shirt yeah. but i think we need something crazy i like the pig landing that's that's a good one i, I think, that'd be, I think it'd be really tasteful my <laughs> idea was boring <laughs> teo that is not not the word i would uh, i was expecting to hear behind like a a shirt with a pig a flying pig landing i think <laughs> it's more tasteful than me taking a shit as a bear in a bathroom <laughs> This is true. Yeah, <laughs> mine mine was boring, and it was basically just us at our in our in our get up cartoonized, <laughs> and uh, in, I don't know, maybe maybe at an event or maybe in no, front of the I, LPS. I like but... I like that one, but I think we need to be in our cartoon bear and other forms. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my opinion. <laughs> so, but first, like before we get into the hobby stuff and everything, we have some. Announcements. Uh, we got some event announcements. So we are teaming up with uh, powerful Matt Brown, and we, the boys of the Golden Throne, are throwing our hats into the Weekend Warriors Two, uh, or Warriors Weekend Two. I'm totally dyslexic and uh, wrote that down wrong. <laughs> so anyway, what is this? It is uh, the two. It's a two-day charity gaming event. It's happening April 13th and 14th. Tickets are currently on sale right now, so if you go to Warriors Weekend 2 on uh, Facebook, and don't do that as a 2, do double I's like uh, World War II, <laughs> um, check that out on Facebook. You can get tickets there. We're going to be hosting two mini events. I guess we will throw these into the Bocce Team Mini category. We're doing one uh, one-day 30K event, which is going to be a three-round event. And then we're going to be doing 3,000 points. Uh, 3,000 points. Thank you, John. Uh, no, no restrictions. It's just going to be like a, you know, get together. Loose. Come play some heresy. Yeah, come play some heresy. Yeah. Meet some dudes. We'll have, uh, you know, traders versus loyalists going on as usual. And then we'll be doing, um, on that will be on the Saturday. Then on the Sunday, we'll be doing a one-day Titanic, Titanicus event. It will be 1,500 points um, as of recording. You want to be there. Yeah, you want to be there. As of recording, though, we're we're days away from Titan's head or Titan's death dropping. So I don't, from what we hear, we're not going to have to change, I think, anything in it, but we'll see what happens. But basically, it's just going to be like the mini event and 1,500 points, uh, but we're going to kick it up to three rounds. So. Get your test games yeah, in. It's gonna be awesome. Get your cursing that, over with the rule book, which I still need to get over. Yeah. <laughs> um, For anyone wanting more points, that this is this is people are still learning. We still we gotta we gotta we gotta do baby steps. Yeah. Next next event will probably be more points. Yeah, we'll see how another fifteen hundred point uh, event goes, but we'll have all the new uh, maniples to choose from, and it seems like everyone will be able to get their. Uh, Legion trade or Legio traits, which I'm very excited for. Work, son. It's gonna be good. So, also, if uh, you don't have your fully painted 30k army or your fully painted uh, Titanicus Legio, there's also gonna be a 40k event and an Age of Sigmar event and a Warm Hordes event and X Wing. So, you know, even if you want to do Titanicus but don't want to do 30k and want to do something else there's lots of different things all the proceeds of this weekend are going to the pilgrim bandits charity which uh is basically it's kind of like uh, a wounded warriors type thing it's all previous service people 
looking after uh, people with, um, you know, major injuries, most of them from the military and doing uh, like trips. I, I'm, I'm going to be bringing Matt Brown on to tell you more about it better than I can, but it's a, it's a very awesome charity. I will throw all that in the show notes later on. So more to come on that. We'll do a bit more of an in-depth rundown uh, a little closer onto the event, but go and grab your tickets and uh, yeah, I think uh, we will come back here with some hobby and chain progress. So stay tuned. Our tutor, who art in Nottingham, Duncan be thy name. Our paints be thinned, our layers be smooth, on plastic as it is on resin. Give us this day our daily tip, and forgive us our poor edge highlighting. As we forgive those who bring unpainted armies, lead us not into math hammer, but fully closed armies. All praise, Null Noil. And welcome back. Uh, hopefully you guys got interested in the announcement of that WW2 or Weekend Warriors, Warrior Weekend thing, yeah. Majigger. I'm excited. Yeah. WT and 40K joining forces for the greater good. For the greater good. Uh, and hey, yeah, you no, can come and, and stay in my new house. Hot summer. Hot <laughs> AJ's in the summer. Come stay at your new house. Yeah. Can you do like a slumber party where we like wear yeah. like... Pajama pants and stuff. Maybe only if we get all get onesies. Buy <laughs> GT onesies. Buy GT onesies. New merch coming soon. <laughs> yeah, complete with the butt flap. That there's always a missing button. There's always a missing button. We just like get the manufacturer the missing. We so don't even always put a, a button out. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about our hobby and shame progress. Uh, mine's kind of funny because. I got lots of hobby done, but nothing about my shame. Mm, where I crushed some shame this yeah. this past uh, little month or so that we since we've recorded. And well, John, you've been cranking as well. So who yeah. wants to go first? I've been, I've been cranking it pretty good. You want to crank like it? A, we tell need... us about your cranking, John. Yeah, always, always be cranking. <laughs> um, well, yeah, wait, so... we you, we actually haven't talked about like your like major hobby progress or I don't know if it's progress or lack of progress or like just someone robbing you of stuff i.e. organs but you had like right after we recorded oh yeah you you ended up in the hospital and like with a appendix and getting it taken out and no gym time so you've been crushing out your hobby progress because you can't sitting at home having nothing to do so yeah yeah do you do you like? Are you watching more YouTube videos of dudes working out? <laughs> I'm watching less YouTube videos of dudes working out because it makes me feel sad when I watch them. I thought you would I like be care. watching more because like that would be your way back into working out. No, it make you it make me want to like do push-ups or so. Like I'm I'm just now starting to do like push-ups and crunches to sort of like keep my body from atrophying. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been avoiding that stuff because I don't want to get too hyped for the gym before I can go back. I can go back in about a week and a half, though, which I'm very excited about. So, Sweet. Yes. Yes. 
You but, uh, yeah, so on Instagram of John getting swole again. Swole, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I have had lots of time, as AJ alluded to, uh, about I think I I think I mentioned this on the last episode, but I can't remember. So I did. I basically started painting again by starting a squad of uh, Tartarus Terminators. I saw them. I was like, oh, they don't have a lot of trim. Um, the Warlord almost killed me. The Titanic. <laughs> but I got so sick of doing trim. I only had done the top portions of it. Like I just got tired of it and uh yeah so looked over the tartaros i was like you know what i want to try my new sons of horus green out i want to see how these guys will look so and i want to test out the airbrush of the green i never done it right so i finally got around to it uh i airbrushed uh some green terminators and i think they look pretty awesome you got, uh, yeah, i got you, all five of them done yeah but i was gonna say like that, that, i was gonna wonder if it was five or ten because you are you you've got another t- five on the go right yeah, no. Well, I have uh, I I only have a few Terminators left actually. No, that that's all my Tartaros, and then I have like I think three Cataphracti. I can I still need to do. Um, but yeah, then after that, uh, I I've sort of been uh, mauling over Titanicus and and the event. We have this event coming up, and so uh, I I just kind of got some gumption one night. And I was like, you know what? There's also less trim on this uh, Reaver than on the Warlord. So I'm going to do this Reaver. Uh, I did the Reaver. Actually, no, sorry. I finished the Warlord before that. So I did the uh, the Tartarus Terminators, and then I finally got around. I was just like, screw it. I was sitting there watching TV and, and eating dinner one night. I was like, you know what? I just need to do this Warlord. It's so close to done when it comes down to it. So I painted the rest of the Warlords as Esther's sword. My uh, Mortis, uh, he's actually my uh, Princeps uh, Senora's. And uh, he is done now. I think I put pictures up of him. He's pretty awesome. Uh, then I did uh, my Reaver before the event, and I'm pretty happy with him as well. He he turned out awesome. And when I was doing these, uh, I started learning. I just, you know, I do, I like black and red a lot. And so I've been sort of using these as a way to experiment and like, and like learn how to do shading with black and then red. So that got, kind of got me excited, so I basically I, I, I sprayed uh, some of the, the black highlights onto some Reavers. I wanted to see if I could actually accomplish it with the, uh, the uh, Badger 105 because it's not really a detail brush. Um, I think it turned out pretty good, so I've done them. And uh, just after the Titanicus event, uh, I actually went and bought some Serasis Knights. So I painted up two Serasis Knights in my... Uh, uh, House Malinax colors, um, which I'm pretty happy with. I think AJ saw them in person. Yeah, they're really nice. Right? Yeah, they're pretty cool, right? And then uh, in the last uh, couple days here, uh, I had my second Sons of Horus Contemptor show up. Uh, I have way, I mean, okay, that's misleading. That's actually my fifth Contemptor, but it's my second actual Sons of Horus style Contemptor. And, uh, yeah, I posed that, uh, did like an awesome, like it's running forward and like grabbed a blood angel guy on its way in and like crushed the life from him and is tossing him aside like a rag doll. It's pretty great. It's a great pose. And then, uh, what's that? It's a great pose. 
Yeah, it's cool. And I, I actually magnetize the dude on it, which is really great. So I can take it off when it's either inappropriate to the game or it's just like for transportation. Cause he's like, it's using the guy from Angron's base. It's yeah, getting hacked. Say, yeah. Was it Angron or Khan? But yeah, it's Angron's. Yeah. Yeah. It's car. Or, sorry. Yeah. It's Angron's. So yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, I'm happy with that. And then, uh, the other night I got some gumption. Uh, I went over to games workshop on Saturday and pre-ordered all the stuff. I pre-ordered the new, uh, warlord upgrade pack. Cause I have two warlords and I have one that has no arms cause I don't want to run it. Bellicosa. And then, uh, I also ordered the book and I ordered the Legio Mortis transfers. So that got me pretty pumped up. I've had this second warlord sitting here forever. Uh, Phantom Lord. I did his base coats about a month and a half, maybe two months ago. Um, so his reds and blacks are all done, but he just hasn't had anything else done to him. So I kind of went crazy the other day and I started doing the trim and now the trim is actually almost done on him. So this probably not including the arms and the sort of, the, the laser blasters that I'm going to put onto him with a new kit that I'm getting and the head, I'm going to swap the head out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably, you know, maybe like another two hours of work on him, maybe, you know, not that much. Like he's getting down there. So, uh, yeah, I think that's all my hobby. Oh, also before the Titanicus event, I sprayed a bunch of terrain. I did not get it all finished, but it's uh, mostly got base coats and like some basic shading done on it. Nice. But other than that, yeah. Oh, and I also painted a, that was probably before, but I did paint a drag claw. I think, you, I think, did that, that, I think that you talked about that in the last one, but it yeah. does look that that's the black dread claw. Yeah. They're black and red one. Yeah. For the just Aaron. Yeah. It's pretty dope. <clears throat> yeah. Thanks. Um, so tail baby, what, what have you gotten up to? Well, uh, since we were last on, I took some time off of work, a little bit of a vacation, uh, which I actually absolutely hated. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like you, you, it was it was tough being away from the dogs. It was tough not having an agenda every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the light a bit like the structure of that a lot. And after like seven months of working every single day other than going to events, you get used to it. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. It's just the but, uh, routine, right? I ended up getting a ton done. So uh, Nico asked me to finish his uh, Custodes army. So I finished painting that. Whoa. Um, that included his giant Orion he got. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. It's, a, it's so big. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> so I got all that said. stuff painted. I got to paint Valdor, which is pretty cool. Okay. Uh, and then I also painted Fulgrim. For Nico? Or for you? For me. Nice. Yeah, he has Fulgrim. I saw a picture of him, but he took such a blurry-ass picture. My camera. (laughs) Uh, I'll grab him in a sec here. Uh, But then the local store owner has been kind of talking to me a lot about helping him around the store. And so I started a small 40K army. I know. Poo-poo. That's fine. But I'm using it as a test scheme for my other new heresy project, which is Space Wolves. Ooh. And I literally just ordered everything to get it all. So through uh, friends who have stopped playing Heresy and just don't want the stuff in their house and oh. extra models in my house. That's blasphemy. I have my 3,000 plus point army already. Wait, have you, is the closet finally run out? Almost. <laughs> There's still uh, a few finally things coming left. out of the closet. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, 50 Grace Layers. 
Whoa. All with combat shields and Crazy. close combat weapons. Um, then two Malkadors. Uh, I got my Falchion in the mail, too. Sweet. And you're doing uh, that for the wolves? The best, the best model. Yeah, so the wolves, uh, the wolf, yeah, so the wolves plus I bought, so because I bought the 40k box, uh, Space Wolves Dreadnoughts, just because they're amazing models, eventually the, the Space Wolves army is going to have six box dreads in it, too. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, uh, so it's a, it's a dude spammy list. I haven't done it because my, my, uh, Emperor's children are tanks, so the Space Wolves are going to be dude spam. And I had the two Malkadors from doing the militia, but I'm not going to do the militia anymore just because just wasn't feeling it at all. Dudes on dudes on dudes on dudes. So, yeah, the spacels are here to come, and uh, it's talk about dude spam. So I was, like, theory crafting. I was like, I could buy another 60 Grace Slayers and uh, do uh, a 2,500-point list of 120 Marines running across the table. Oh. Dudes on dudes <laughs> on dudes on dudes. for punishment, man. Paint that, all that. That's just like, oh, dude. Yeah, but it's also me, and it's great. I know it's also you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how you can do they're it. They're probably one of the only – well, they're probably the only other Legion that could potentially even pull that off on foot, I guess. Well, because, like, like, I've been just reading the rule. So the Warriors Metal Rule, which is you can charge after running – Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And you get plus one to your run and plus one to your charge moves is Hunter's Gate. They're like the hidden overpowered legion of (laughs) Book 7 that no one really acknowledges because they're so much so not overpowered compared to the other. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the list is just lots of dudes running across the table. I'm I'm teamed up with the Virgination. The Virginator. (laughs) Virgination. Uh, I'm so stealing that. Yeah, the so virgination. That. And it's going to be great because he's Dark Angel. It's going to be Dark Angels and Space Wolves. So our plan is to uh, bicker at each other the whole time. Okay, yeah, that works. And, ma- and we're going to make a glory board. What does that even mean? It's a big chalkboard. Oh, like against time each other? Lord of War. Yeah, yeah. So every cool. time one of us kills a Lord of War or an independent character, we put a tally on there. And then we try to claim from each other who actually did it. Another one has to drink. <laughs> has to be a drinking game. Yeah, oh yeah, it's totally going to be a drinking game. Well, you better get that's on a, your boy. That's a about... really cool idea. Love this. Yeah, like, Matt, you got to fucking paint. Matt, paint. You, you yeah. better be you on your boy, Teo. About he's got everything. He's got everything built. I know he does. I've told him that I, I'll come up with my airbrush and help him get base coats down on that's it. That's so nice because I, I have an airbrush. I can do it whenever. I know. He's 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 got a, a ticking clock before, with the amount of time that yeah. he's got. Yeah, he's got everything built. So, but yeah, I just ordered ten packs of Grace Layer upgrades. Sweet man. Yeah, but I also ordered a bunch of their specialty terminators too. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. The banana, yeah. banana yeah, terminator. Yeah, the, the banana terminators. Dude, the, the, the squad leader. For those Gray Slayers, the yeah. squad leader model is so sick. It is like my favorite Space Wolf model, and it's just on the squad leader. I'd love to make a prancer into that. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna clean up the bananas a bit. <laughs> Maybe like add how? some more. Oh, just, just like tell me you're gonna accentuate them. Please tell me you're gonna <laughs> accentuate. I'm gonna them. I'm gonna give them all a little head on the end, like they're open. <laughs> <laughs> or you could like, uh, do you remember the old school like Super Nintendo game? It was like Clay Fighter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a banana dude. His oh, name right. was Nana Man. And 
he was the bomb, man. You should just have like little are, nana nana mans ha- hanging off. I'll are give those you, heads? I'll, they can be extra points or something for some sweet grenades. I can be are the heads the like built into the torsos on those things? I don't know. I got to wait for them to come in the mail. So I feel like there's like a couple ways you could fix them. Like the easiest things would be if the heads don't come in them is mixing in some regular like. Maybe well, just like, heads would look sick on them. I'm just and the, just reposing four K Space Wolf heads will work really well. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan. That's 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 just taste. But yeah, I'm not I'm not into the forty K Space Wolf heads. I don't I think they look worse than their current ones. <laughs> that's yeah. just me though. But uh, yeah. I like you, you. Remember those? You remember the upgrade kit, the Space Wolf upgrade kit for the Terminators? Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are like bad. Though like those would look way better. Those, yeah. Incredible, like sorry continue uh but uh yeah so i i got ordered all that and then i ordered some character models for converting into my characters okay. uh what models and then uh just just the legion praetor models okay like the, yeah yeah and then i'm gonna convert those up into because like I, my uh space Wolf's praetor is uh power fist and uh paragon blade he's gonna be a bit beefy okay are you gonna do like some green stuff kind of fur yeah so um that's why i kind of started the 40k army because they are space wolves as well so i've been practicing all of my space wolf painting and non-banana pelts on them because they're quite different schemes right uh well the 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 40k only models so because they're the primaris marines are the 40k style but the box dreads are all the heresy gray Oh, okay. Yeah. The stuff that I'm going to use for Heresy, I'm painting and I'm testing on them. Uh, and then I started something else different. So I converted some more people to Heresy in our local scene. They've already paid for their tickets for the deuce. Woo! Oh. Yep. Um, it was funny because uh, I would walk into our local store. Because with the time off, I actually spent more time at our local store than I have in, I would say, almost years. So who are these people that uh, you are? Kevin, I can never pronounce his last name, and okay. Liam Jones. And Liam Jones, all right, yes. Yeah, so they're they're going to be a duo of Emperor's Children and Night Lords. Awesome, man. That's a cool mix. Yeah, and uh, it was funny because when I went to the store, they were playing 7th edition 40K because they hate 8th edition now. <laughs> You're just like, perfect. And they, they, the and they, already, had, they already had heresy armies, but what was happening is that the local store was kind of poo-pooing on heresy for whatever reason. Mm. And they had, I guess there was a bit of a rumor mill going about me at the store, which is this guy's crazy. Don't hang out with him. He's just like this big fucking retard. So true facts. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's uh, how I just described <laughs> But then uh, they actually hung out with me and they're like, this guy's pretty cool. And so they came over for games the other night and they played some games and they're just, just digging it real hard. Well, Kev, so Kev was in at the last event. But yeah, yeah, but he, and the last, been, yeah, both last ones. Yeah, and so he had been a little bit, uh, I don't know, whatever was happening with him. But yeah, so Liam is just hating eight. So he's was playing seventh edition Space Marines, and he realized how much fun seventh edition Space Marines are. I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, you already have a Heresy Night Lords army. So yeah, he's he's hard for heresy right now. Sweet man. He came over and played two games of heresy, one against Gilbert, one against me, and he loved them. He's like, they were great. He's like, I had so much fun playing these games. So yeah, he's hard for heresy. He just ordered a bunch of stuff for his night lords. And he's painting him like a madman. And then 
Uh, I had been thinking about something for a while, and then with the time off, I started it, which was using the Death Watch Kill Team pen and paper RPG from Fantasy Flight. Okay, yeah. And adapting it to do a Heresy Era one. Isn't I thought there was a Heresy one? No. No, there is yeah, a Dark Heresy. Dark Heresy. Oh, I don't know. And okay. That's all about uh, like Inquisitors and stuff. Oh, There's Myrmidons gotcha. and that shit. Yeah. Thanks. So I've been converting rules so that we can do a. Survivors of Istvan pen and paper RPG game. That'd be cool. Is that something that we could do like late night of the deuce? Uh, Yeah, we could. I could just get some preset characters. Mm, It's only one game, right? That's all. Yeah, that's true. It's better as an ongoing thing. I've actually, I've actually never done any sort of RPG like that. That would be fun to do. So I'm going to test it out with some of the guys here. Okay. And uh, my plan is I'm going to record it and see if we can, if it sounds good enough to put on the show so people can hear and hear what it plays like. And Cool. Uh, and maybe when it's a flushed out, we can release the rules for the modification. Sweet. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and then I've awesome. also been toying with my video recording equipment and stuff like that. Because uh, we have more local people, uh, everyone's getting their armies painted, so I think it's a it's it's actually a good time for me to maybe start the yeah, almost people, shit. That, there's actually people that have painted armies to record. Yeah, exactly. So that was pretty much what was sucking before was that there was no one locally who had fully painted armies other than me. So it'd have been really boring just playing seeing the two same armies playing against each other constantly. I don't know. To me, seeing a one episode of Teo playing Teo. just you you recording all of it and slowly seeing your sanity go throughout the show of like just trying (laughs) trying to actually do the feat of recording that i think that would be kind of funny i'm back you left yeah yeah i got kicked out of the call and i came back oh shit (laughs) who let him back in did you let him back in Uh, but then the last thing is I'm unloading some of the extra models and stuff I have in my closet because I just don't need them. Okay. And, like, I just have so much stuff. Like, I didn't realize I have two full copies of Blood Bowl. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't need two of those when you've yeah. I've never heard you ever talk about playing Blood Bowl. Blood, Blood, Bowl is one, Blood Bowl is a great game. I love it. And, like, I had, like, two copies of Shadespire because I had one. And then uh, Scott Storm gave me one when we were in Vegas. <laughs> Uh, yeah hi Scott and then uh, yeah and then uh, kind of a personal one is I started playing a lot more music lately and I've been practicing with some people and we might put a show on in the next few months yeah music you can watch t- music it's my favorite because I'm lifting up the skirt of the night hands down feel around <laughs> oh and that's the other thing is I found that Bob's Burgers has an entire music album yeah it's incredible it's a hundred and twelve songs. It has every song from every episode. Uh, bad well, stuff. You hear know it's blasphemy is AJ still hasn't watched Bob's Burgers. Oh my god, me that exists in this chat. That's uh, so bad. It's so good. Just, just the one of the songs "Groping for Glory" <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> "BM in the PM." Yeah, BM in the PM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I but love bowel movements in the PM. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I've been doing. I got a lot of hobby stuff, but nothing about my shame. So that's going to be my next week is putting all the battle damage on all my Emperor's children. Sweet. Yeah. That is a, a hefty amount. 
So yeah, is that? I think that's all your stuff, isn't it? Uh, oh, uh, and I just worked on some uh, procuring some more terrain. Ooh, what kind of terrain? Um, it's. I was thinking because I was going to get a new mat because our local store sells mats for a decent price, and Nico's been trying to want to get rid of his snow mat because mm. he's not really keen on it. So I was thinking of making like a. Uh, like a glacier thing with oh, yeah, it. Yeah, just with the, some foam and yeah, yeah, like and then foam th- towers and stuff like that. Foam towers, like, 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 and then or, or doing like a, a frosted, like a snow covered forest or something like that. Like a frosted tips, man. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, frosted you, dude, tips. well, you could totally see. You just missed the like the key time. You might still be able to do it if you go to like some dollar stores or Michaels. Yeah, you that's might what be I was able thinking. to get like like the Christmas tree miniature things like on sale dirt cheap i know i was gonna check out michael's and see them because yeah because it was sweet like too sweet man yeah so because and i think that would be really cool because like i'm not going to base my space holes with snow but i think it would be cool to have a snow themed table for the space holes as well i think you should totally have a themed table for your space wolves and yeah. have them themed to the bases but that's just yeah. my opinion that's true I could. Do but that. then snow bases are kind of tough because then you like you know then they look so off compared to like, oh, we're in a city or like oh, we're in a <laughs> snow a city. I'm on yeah, the green. Yeah. I'm on this green field. <laughs> with I could be that. I could be that dude who gets all the clear bases. Don't be that dude, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Don't be that dude. Don't bring that here. Don't bring that to our scene. Hi, Ariel. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, that's about it. Um, I want to get more terrain done. Oh, I actually got a package in the mail for uh, another game I got, but I thought it would actually work really well for Titanicus. There are these oh, modular cool. buildings. They're like uh, Russian fucking whatever like, I- called dolls of buildings. Yeah. So I was going to paint them up and see if you guys could use them for the Titanicus events. Yeah, I feel like that would be appropriate size. I got a ton of it. And then, oh, oh, I was going to repaint the knight that I got from AJ. Hot. Which knight? I don't know what one, but an actual knight house maybe. But I was going to grab the Fulgrim one sec. Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, for those listening currently, uh, AJ has had some technical difficulties in form of uh, family members. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, I was t- I was told that I didn't need to send tonight's recipe in advance of recording, and I have been corrected that I do need to send it. So oh. we're all we're all good now. Sorry, I will I will dive into my my hobby progress. We've all gotten quite a bit done here. Ooh, Come and focus. We are just seeing Teo's oh, it's cool. looking nice. good. His lavenderness, lavender glory, so lavender. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, he'll be fine because he can just challenge Primarchs with him. Yeah, lift up some skirts. <laughs> Fulgrim definitely lifts lift up, up his skirt. own you know. skirt. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I've also gotten, I got quite a bit done over the Christmas holidays, and then I've like, I'm totally in a funk right now, right now for hobby progress. But I'm, I'm gonna get out of it. So. We'll run through everything. So I finally got, I didn't actually finally, I got my Magna Rack uh, bag from Battle Foam in the mail pretty quickly when John, you and I were playing, um, I guess our 
second last Titanicus event, and I don't think I mentioned it <laughs> in the last recording. So I was able to construct that and uh, finish painting the my uh, list for the AT event for the Titanicus event in for the mini. So I got my warlord one warlord painted two of the reavers and two of the warhounds at least to a point before transfers and then my work went ahead and moved my trip to toronto and i wasn't able to attend the event (laughs) which i'm very bitter about but um anyway at least my stuff is ready to go now i also got it all magnetized so it all works in the magnarack system and I'm pretty, uh, it's, it's pretty sweet, at least for Titanicus. It's like all, everything's in my little, my little bag and I can get definitely all the Titans that I want to eventually get all into this one bag. So it's pretty good. Um, I also completed, so finished all the bases for them, uh, with, with the magnets, um, painted all the trim on two more Warhounds so I just have to finish a few more things on the Warhounds and finish. Uh, I started their bases, but still have a few more things to do on that front. Um, and then I'll have, once I get those guys done, I will have four Warhounds finished. Uh, I also built the last two Dreadclaws that I needed to uh, finish for the Alpha Legion and magnetized one of them, but I don't have enough magnet magnets to finish the second one. So need to grab some of those and then I'll be able to finish that off. Um, I grabbed one, uh, blood angel fist power fist from Ezra. He hooked me up and they I, look really good for the solarite power gauntlets. Yeah. So I built one custode with the solarite gauntlet and a shield for my <laughs> team team. Go fist yourself. Um, and I'm, I'm going to do three with like three dudes with fists and two dudes with swords. Is that like too much for custodes? No, no. Huh. John. The, th- the thing uh, with the, yeah, fists I mean, is... I was going to, I was going to run them with two fists and like three, the Paragon blade. Oh, John. John. John boy. Hello. Hello. Hi. We, we lost you there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I was saying, uh, yeah, the custodes, the, 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 what's ridiculous is the swords are the weaker option. They're paragon yeah. blades and another weaker option. It's insane. It is. But, yeah. you know, it's fine. Just don't do them all as fists. Oh, I wouldn't, that, do, I wouldn't do that. Okay, maybe, well, maybe I'll, I'll change it to, to just two and, and three with swords. I'm definitely, I would, it, I would do two, I would do three with swords and two with fists. And okay. I guess that's, I'm, I'm definitely like, I don't want to make this thing too crazy. This is too crazy. So I definitely, uh, want to take your advice on that. So I'll, I've got one guy built. So I got him done. And then, uh, John, you and I played, um, a game of AT at your place. Yeah. And yeah. I definitely had a bit of a poopy moment. I just need to <laughs> get, I need to get over the book and I just need to sit down and really read it. And I'm, I'm just super frustrated with the book because it's just all over the place. Lately too, you know, it's like, you know, you got, you're moving and stuff. It's, you know, you got a little poopy. 
I did. Sure I, it was a good game. It, like, it was, <laughs> it was a good game, but it's just like... I, I played more than you at this point, too, and I think that was sort of maybe a little frustrating in the moment because I was starting to, to, to win and get worse. Well, no, I think the main thing, my main frustration is just like, is that you have to move, like, to do, like, one thing, to figure one thing out. It's like, okay, you... I've done this one thing of shooting me, critical damage. Like, to look up all of those things is like you're flipping all over the book. And it's not, it's it's above and beyond, you know, normal, like, you know, quote unquote 40K. It doesn't even, and the fact that it doesn't have a glossary is like sanity. I, I don't understand what it came out with any glossary. You're all, you're all muffly, John. Uh, that's much oh, clearer. There you go. Can man. you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. The book, the book doesn't have a glossary, which is like ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, it's... we had a, we had a good game on John's, uh, John's kitchen table. And, uh, we need, I just think we, both of us, it's kind of sucks, but we do need more terrain just to be able to stretch both yours and my terrain into two boards. But yeah, we had enough for one table. We had a, we had a, we had ample for one table, but yeah, we need we're we're gonna need more for for two tables. I'm I'm probably gonna get some from that Quebec company that does uh, MBF. Oh yeah, stuff. Okay. And cool. I finish up my kitchen in a few months. Sweet. Um, yeah, and get a and get a mat. That's kind of like the the my next sort of hobby thing. Actually, really is is getting a Titanicus table complete because. I'm also really hard for it right now. I really like Titanicus. I'm liking it more than I expected to. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people over here hard for Titanicus right now, for sure. So, I, on top of that game, I uh, picked up the AT book, which will drop in a few days, which I'm very eager for. Um, and then the uh, the weapon sprue and the new Reaver. So, excited for to add those to the collection. And then... Uh, as we will get to you in a segment, in our next segment, John and I played our first uh, campaign game. So I will just hold off talking about that until our next segment. And then uh, just a little update on the deuce. So we, uh, we launch ticket sales, and my gosh, we have been overwhelmed by um, the amount of interest in this event. So... As of recording, we have sold 24 tickets, and we are pretty much almost full in terms of... We put them on sale a week ago, Yes, we sold 24 tickets. And we are pretty much almost full in terms of our slots available um, currently, so we only have a few slots left, so if you are hearing this, there might be a couple spots left, so hop on to the BotGT uh, Facebook account that's the Boys of the Golden Throne and check out um, the Deuce Gone Wild event and you can purchase your tickets through there and definitely send it's us a message huge. quick to, to anyone who's not on Facebook and doesn't see this stuff or whatever because I know that I know they exist I think a lot of the people who are on Facebook and follow us are pretty aware of the event and, and probably are, are maybe keeping tabs on the page for it but anyways not like it's it's crazy. We've got 36 people already, and we have people from like all over the U.S. coming. I had a, a bill from a, a fault line uh, 30k contact me about two weeks ago, and he's just like, "Hey man, 
how many slots in your event? And I was like, uh, 40. He's like, oh, yeah, cool, because I'm going to try to get some guys to come down. And then literally a week later, uh, six guys from San Francisco have bought tickets. Yeah, it's awesome. We have uh, – do we have Jay coming? I don't remember where he's from. Yeah, Jay's coming from uh, And Vincenzo. From yeah, Vincenzo. We need to reach out to Chris Pretty because he was telling me that he wanted to come down, that he was he, he was trying to swing it with his wife for a vacation to come down. Really? Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, oh, if, you, Chris, if Chris you're Brady. messaging Chris him right now. <laughs> yes. Good. So, yeah, now? it's going to be awesome. Rice now. Rice meow. Rice meow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, I'm very excited. The, the prize support for this event is going to be off the hook. We're going to try to take it to uh, a whole other level and, Last year, I think we the game was pretty high. Yeah, so. it, was, uh, the, it was insane last year. So I don't yeah, know how much more insane it'll be, but it will probably be more uh, more more insane by at least one margin. By at least one <laughs> one margin. All right, yeah, I can, I can get behind that. I already it's know that. It's crazy to think that like that's a year's growth. We yeah. But last year, from the year before, where we handed a cough box. Yeah. <laughs> Last year was insane, yeah. Well, it's yeah, I was thinking about this actually today of, you know, two we've been as of February like I slash we because we've all kind of done it since the beginning, even that it's not been under the boys of the golden throne, have been running events since for a solid two years now. And by the time yeah. we get to the deuce like it's crazy we've gone from like playing in a small legion like hall of with 12 people to potential you know a 40 person of <laughs> doubles event like from people coming from yeah i think our first like event all was over the company. continent it's pretty crazy to me it's it, it's yeah. it's an amazing growth yeah. it's Absolutely. Well, you know what I was, I was saying this like last night, I was like, you know, it's incredible. We, we, I, and I would, I would be willing to, I'm willing to say this out loud because I honestly believe it's 99% probably true. We probably run the the biggest, most successful heresy camp uh, events in all of Canada. There's no way that's not true. Whoa, that's some bold words. Like seriously, I don't, I don't, I think the only that I know of that could compete are maybe the ones that JP runs. And I don't think, JP I don't think he's had there, I, or there I think are, they've had events there though, but there I mean, are, I don't know. there is some kitchen, the guys in Kitchener that I know that are running events, but I, I do think you, you could be right, John. I like, I've never heard of anyone running anything over, like anything anyone, at 40 at least so feel, feel yeah. free to correct me if someone knows of other ones like i i you know i'm not trying to like you know throw tell us about it so we can beat you like it's crazy i want to know about every event happening in canada heresy wise yeah, and, we can too. Promote it, and if so. and if we're not hearing about these events then y'all are fucking up that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> there are if there are if there is an event that's in canada that's bigger than ours and we don't know about it i don't know where it is but we need to get on the fucking interwebs <laughs> you tell him john you preach <laughs> <laughs> all right so i think on that note we will kick it over to uh, past John and AJ to talk about our first um, campaign event in 
which we are doing. We've we've decided. Or no, we'll save it. We'll save it for the interview. I guess I need to oh. listen to the podcast more because I don't know anything about this. I know we're uh, we're springing it on you, so now uh, you're gonna have to listen to this episode. Okay. All right, so we're coming back with past AJ and John. I messed up. We're coming back for the Bocce T Titanicus rundown. Be back. And on that note, you know you're back on the Bod GT. We're going to talk to uh, Fat Piss John over here talking about the uh, Titanic. So, DJ, DJ Fat Piss. DJ Fat I'm Piss. Yo. Live. Live. <laughs> you both are and, terrible. Uh, and yeah, he's going to tell us about the Titanic event he ran that uh, AJ wasn't able to go to, and I don't play Titanicus yet. So, John, this is all you. Yeah, Car- ca- captain this yeah. ship man so yeah we had a titanics event at a local store called um everything games in langford uh they've been really good good to us uh they've they've given us a ton of prize support at cost it's been great like so we sort of have been in talks for a while like hey we need to start doing sort of semi not maybe not semi-regular the right word but we need to start doing some heresy over there at some point and start trying to generate some sort of like you know some ties like some community ties with the store yeah uh so uh this was this was our first for foray into that so uh we know that titanicus was pretty popular at the store that it was kind of bought out when it first when it started shipping and like we basically were like told that at least 12 copies of the Grandmaster edition sold, which is insane. So early on, I think we were talking about this months ago, uh, AJ was very busy with, with all the stuff going on in his life. And we sort of were having a conversation. It was like, well, we wanted to run something for Titanicus, but AJ kind of was like, uh, reluctant. He's busy. And then, so I basically was like, fuck it. I'm going to run something. I don't know when, but I'm going to run it. And then uh, a couple months went by. And I had talked about running it in November, but then as that kind of approached, it became like, well, this isn't going to be reasonable. So we decided to do one enough in uh, January instead, and uh, that has happened. So we had 10 people show up. We had a Loyalist versus Trader uh, event uh, full with fancy printed off uh, uh, players packs and everything, even though it was a tiny little tiny little thing. And, um, yeah, it was great. So we had uh, five on each team. Um, I think it turned out pretty well. A lot of people got to learn a lot of different things. Uh, it was insane because there was no fully painted stipulation because the game was so young. I expected there to be a lot of unpainted legios. I was the only person without a fully painted legio. Really? Uh, you were yeah. the only person? <laughs> so, yeah. Sick so I, burn. I, I came in and I had two unfinished knights and uh, one unfinished warlord. And then my raver and my warlord were did painted. People, and I had one knight that was tabletop. Did people yell shame at you? Just yeah, shame. They <laughs> I don't know. They might have. I probably blocked it out. I'll bet you. I'll bet you. Eric was thinking about throwing poo at you. <laughs> that seems to be his response to everything. So I, I bet you it went through his head at least for at least oh, a second. Fuck. He's fucking crazy with his poo throwing. It gets a little. Out of the 
<laughs> but yeah, so it was uh, it, it turned out pretty well. I think uh, everyone seemed pretty satisfied. Um, in the end, uh, we we had best loyalist and best trader, which was a combination of essentially uh, game vote, game wins, uh, best sportsmanship votes, and uh, fully painted legio. And uh, for the loyalists, we had uh, Jeremy's legio tempestus win. Nice. And then for the traders, we had um, legio uh, furians with Eric. One, uh, he got two sportsmanship votes, which sent him way over the edge. Nice, way um, to go, Eric so, and Jeremy. All right, yeah, totally. It was awesome. So they each won fifty bucks uh, store credit, uh, which was pretty cool for you know a first little thing. Yeah. Um. So for the so the uh, more more event details. So I uh, played one game. I played one with Phil. Uh, we had a we had a decent little game. Uh, I had very bad rolling and lots of tactical errors and got completely fucked up. Uh, and then um, Baird had to leave because he had something that uh, some you know he I guess he got called into work at three in the morning so he was pretty tired so he asked if he could bow out so he bowed out and then I didn't play the second game. Um, the event went ha- went on you know I, I went home and it was cool I felt good you know I felt good with the show but I was a little bit you know kind of like oh I didn't get to play more like I kind of had one game and it wasn't that creative game for me it was like bad rolling no. Oh. And uh, I, so Alex from uh, Washington, uh, he came down to the event, which was freaking awesome. I couldn't believe that he came down for our tiny little Titanicus event all the way from Washington. I took the Black Ball Ferry down. And uh, he was spending the night at my house. So <clears throat> this was probably my highlight of Titanicus. Well, this was my highlight of Titanicus. So we came back here uh, and we just like, he bought me a bottle of this like crazy artisan wheat whiskey, which I didn't even know that was a thing. Wheat whiskey. Uh, this, yeah, like it's like sixty percent wheat whiskey. Okay. It was actually pre- freaking good. It was. It tastes really good actually. And so we got back, and it was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't have the appropriate. Like I was sort of talking to him. Like I don't know if I have like I don't know if we'll be able to play a game because I don't really have any means. Like my table has to be set up inside because it doesn't fit inside, right? So. I was just like looking around. I'm like, okay, fuck it. I measured at the front, the table, the, the kitchen table, realized it was like pretty much only like six inches too small in one direction. So I was like, you know what? We'll just do a fixed deployment, set up the train and then play the rest of the stuff normal. So, uh, we had a game and it was great. So we were just sitting there shooting the shit, uh, grabbed a burger and some fries and we're just drinking whiskey, playing this game on my kitchen table, which was super fun. Nice. And uh, he played a, uh, a a mana pool that was uh, four warhounds and a warlord. Okay, the Venator. Um, yeah. Mana pool, yeah. Yeah, and then I played uh, my Myrmidon mana pool, which was uh, a reaver with a fist and, and uh, you know, a laser destroyer, a... Uh, Warlord with uh, Apocalypse Missile Launchers and Bellicosa, uh, three knights, and then another Warlord with uh, a, a Fist, and Apocalypse Missile Launchers, and uh, a uh, Plasma Sun Fury uh, Annihilator. Okay. And uh, it was super fun because it was like, okay, so let's see how different these Titans play. And in the end, it was a really cool game. Um there was uh, some really awesome moments in it like so i took out his warlord pretty early my bellicosa warlord uh fucking laid into his warlord and took it out on turn two it was pretty devastating and so when his warlord got taken out it was kind of like okay well let's like 
let's try it. Let's see what ha- Let's see how good these warhounds are. So I started playing my uh, warlord with the fist a little more aggressively. And I was like, you know, full well, like this is probably a bad idea for me to like be moving towards these things and getting getting in their arcs, like getting getting up close to them because they're going to be able to surround me. But I really just wanted to see like what happens when you do that. Then I had a reaver and a warlord in the background still sitting there. So it was like, well, if that thing dies, it's still like whatever. Like, I just want to see how it goes. So kind of started marching towards him and his warhounds all basically surrounded my warlord and started getting into his side side arcs. But I was positioned in such a way that I, I, I was smartly positioned in that if he tried to get into my rear arc, he would be exposing his rear arc of his warhounds to my bellicosa warlord which he did not want to do so and like for teo's benefit like being in the different arcs is super important like if you're if you're in a side arc you're getting plus one on your damage if you're in a rear arc shooting your opponent you're getting plus two so suddenly and like if you already have like a super damaged um as you get more damage then as you take more damage, you, it, you start, you start you getting, getting it easier. Uh, yeah. So suddenly yeah. like your little piss ant warhounds, which might not have been able to do something before it gets to a certain level where it's like, okay, your Vulcan me- mega bolters actually can do damage now. And yeah. like, and especially this game, this game taught me a lot, like about, about how effective warhounds can be. Like they're, brutally powerful well and we've been playing it wrong like as i've been playing them i've been playing them wrong because i totally forgot about the coordinated fire which like yeah if you're if if you have two warhounds like side by side and base-to-base contact tao like not only can they coordinate their attack so it get gives them plus one on the damage but also you can merge their void shields together so suddenly so you have to strip both their void shields before you can do damage to either one which is very crazy because two warhounds has eight void shields yeah. and that's like more than a warlord so they're actually quite hard to destroy when you get them like that yeah um, so, yeah, they're very powerful. Uh, that they are, in my opinion, I think Warhounds might be the most powerful thing in the book. Uh, they're very crazy. They're, they're uh, yeah. Exactly. And so I learned, I learned them, that. Right? So I cha- I basically chase these these Warhounds into a position, and uh, uh, you know, one round of shooting, man, those uh, their freaking plaza blast guns, they hurt so much those things will absolutely fuck up a heavy Titan. Like their strength eight, you turn them on to maximum fire, their strength 10. So they're the same strength base as a sun fury plasma annihilator. That's been jacked up. They're getting two shots each. So they're, and they're blasts. So when they're shooting at a warlord, if both blasts hit, they'll take do four hits. Are they? They're two shots each, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they could do they could do up to eight hits if you have them double equipped. No, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have them double equipped and you push both, you could get up to eight hits. Yeah, and but that that's, could backfire. On you, right? It could it could very well backfire, and you wouldn't be that likely to be hitting with all of those. But still, it is like it is an immense amount of firepower you can put onto a war warhound. You have to, yeah. If you, if you're playing this game and you think that warhounds are just going to be like little pithy, like do do not underestimate them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, so eventually the Warhound kind of warlord kind of chased the two Warhounds into the corner. Uh, I, I <clears throat> through some fainting movements and like like some kind of smart play, I managed to corner corner one of the war Warhounds, and I realized the true power of the fucking Atriox Power Claw. Which is that basically, if you get into base to base contact with anything that's not a warlord, statistically, there's a good chance you're just going to ice it out if you aim for its body or head or whatever. Uh, just right there. All it takes is three critical hits and it's dead. And it's strength 12, hits on threes. Uh, if you get a charge off, you're getting like four attacks. <laughs> like, there's a pretty decent chance that you're just going to murk whatever you hit. So that was pretty. Pretty cool, and then the uh, the other two warhounds just jumped on the warlord that was now their its ass was facing towards them and annihilated it. And uh, yeah, in the end, I think I ended up surviving with a warlord and a very badly damaged reaver. <coughs> and, uh, it was a very cool game. Um, it, it it got me excited for Titanicus way more than I have been. Like I full on came out of that. I'm like I I, I want to be playing Titanicus right now. Like I'm excited about it. So yeah, it's an Great. awesome game. Like it's I I like I, I definitely just need to get over the rules for me. But it, I love I love the way that it sequences and the the activation. Well, you're about to get rules too in that next book that is, yeah, I think you're very lucky because you're getting rules that cater to the style of play that you're going that you want. You don't want static, and I think uh, both of us like if you got if anyone who's listening to this has watched Titanicus games and all they see is the Titans that are standing still in the back corners. That's not how the game has to be played at all. Like. Um, when I played, I'm playing a Myrmidon list, which is supposed to be theoretically the most static list. Every single game that I've had, and I think AJ can attest to this. Yes, I can. My Warlord's <laughs> movement is charging straight ahead to get like as much movement as it can in the first turn, moving like uh, 12 inches or whatever it is by doing full march order. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a really cool game. I'm super excited to see what it kind of turns into and uh, i'm glad we did that event well we're definitely gonna have we've got another one on the books and that's happening uh april 14th and uh yeah i'm super i'm super into it you know i think um i'm really excited to see what the campaign system is like in titan death now that you and i are getting into campaigns i can tell and well, and just the fact that we're gonna introduce Titanicus into our campaign that we're running, um, yeah. you know, not I think it would be maybe like maybe twenty five percent at the very most of of the campaign, but at least yeah. we're working it in, and I, it's totally in the in the setting. So yeah, I'm super stoked to just be able to you know, have another element to heresy. And I usually I'm very opposed to, <laughs> I've been very opposed for the longest time to playing another game. Cause I can only well, the scale so lends to that, right? You only need to own like so many models. You can really, really go all out with the modeling on them too, because you only have, you know, like right now I, my 1500 point army is two little tiny knights and three Titans. Yeah. And like, you know, it's, it, it's great for that, but, the other thing about it is that it's actually just a fun game that's very um, immersive. You got all these orders going on. You've got so much stuff that can happen. Like, like me and AJ had a game 
a few like I think it was about a month ago. It was our first game together, wasn't it? Yeah. I blew up a war, a war or I, I blew up a reaver and it took me forever to blow up anything in his army. But like I finally blew up this one freaking reaver and it was right behind another reaver that had no void shields but was full health. And I believe that that it just that, that vaporized reaver, it. Yeah, it took the other reaver with it. It was insane. It was like holy shit. The other shit, reaver dude. is just like trying to stomp away, run away, and it's just yeah, like, no. yeah. It's it's like, got it's got, the, it's got theme and like gravitas. Like things cha- happen and change. They change the flow of the game. They're not and they and they're very evocative of the books. And there's like 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 almost anything you can imagine can happen. Like Teo in this game, like you can like you could punch a titan in this game with the way there are rules written that if you if you punched a titan, you could push it back and you could punch it off of a cliff. There actually are rules that that could result in that. Like, like it's really cool. There's yeah, a lot. Cool. Of- and we've learned that the 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 warlord um, close combat weapon is just like ridiculous. Like if you yeah. if that get, thing gets you, you're pretty much fucked. So and it's hard to get to someone, and you're probably only in combat with one person if you focus on it. It doesn't get blown up, but damn, if it does, yeah. oh my god. I'm, I'm interested so, in in running the the Reaver um, chain fist that is is coming out this yeah, weekend. Strength eight, I think it's plus two attacks. It'll be pretty pretty nasty. Yeah, I'm just looking online. It looks like I can get a Reaver, a Warlord, two Warhounds, and two Serasis Knights. The rules and de- Titan Death for three fifty three. Well, I think there is yeah. there's the mana pole. There's a new thing that comes. I think, yeah. Titan Battle Group. Yeah, that's a better box. deal. That's a better deal than the Grandmaster box. Yeah, and you're getting with the more way, out of it. With the way that you like to play two tail, like um, I think you probably like the lighter manipuls. Yeah, I, I think you get get bored with the the heavier Titans because they're much more. Yeah, they're much like, slower. They're much less about outmaneuvering. Like I think you'd be into yeah. like one. Yeah, the, right now. Well, we'll see what happens this weekend when all the new maniples drop, and, and which is like the way to construct your yeah. your legion. But right now, like I could totally see you playing like one reaver and four. It's also warhounds. a reaver, man. One reaver and four warhounds. Yeah, yeah. That's a really so that so one. that Titan battle group for two hundred bucks is a really good deal, then. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Man. For sure. Man. Yeah. I mean, you don't need a warlord. You don't have to have a warlord. No, oh, but yeah. it, it's pretty much free in this box set. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying is like the other thing is like if you decided you didn't want to play a warlord, you could t- just sell the warlord for like a hundred bucks. Like they're yeah. not so yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's, it's a, a cool super game. fun, super fun game. I'm super stoked that we've like dipped our at least dipped our toes into into running titanicus events and we've got another actually we have another two on the books because we've got the warriors weekend and then i'm also doing one at uh at heresy camp aka warhammer's camp this year yeah cool so yeah i'm super i'm super into it man it's uh it it's I'm, I'm, but I think me and you are going to start getting more games into. Like, if you're pretty into it, I'm pretty into it. Like, I think we'll start putting in weekends. Like, when once you're settled down, we'll start playing more often and really learning it and trying out Titan Death and stuff. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. and I, I think what, uh, as well, like, once we have a better handle on the rules, I think it, we could very much do, like, a larger, like, team event. Or not team event, but team game. Like, if we roped in yeah. Phil and Eric or, like, Jeremy or wh- whoever. I think it's a game that would work really well in that setting, too, with all the firing arcs and stuff. Oh, exactly, like, yeah. And yeah, is the activation table. the activation sequence like open it very much pairs itself to doing like a, a team game I think so yeah like very it's more fair yeah yeah man because um, I I was just thinking about it because I have all my epic stuff too yeah and yeah. I would be thinking for bases and even making yeah. like terrain pieces absolutely and that'd be so sick because yeah, I know John it's you Halo wanted something. Me. I'm like pumped. Yeah, yeah, I totally want some. I've been trying to get a hold of some for my bases. Yeah, um, we had a listener who was telling telling me it was was talking about maybe sending me and AJ some 3D prints of, of stuff too, which is pretty cool. Ooh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe I'll send yeah. some of that epic stuff down for you guys to turn the bases stuff. That'd be fun. Uh, it's only two hundred bucks for me to get into it for model wise. That's the thing. It's not like it's really not that. But that's you that's, that's not model wise. Like once you add the book and the rules, it, where they that's where they fuck you. They they fuck, <laughs> they fuck you with the goddamn the cards. Term, the cards but the card, and the, the, the cards and the terminals are very. Um, you can find. Um, so this files out there now of the terminals <laughs> and the cards. So you could get the cards and you could probably print them off. You could do both with this, but you could print the uh, term, the actual terminals. Yeah. You could print those off at like London Drugs on that like. Uh, Not uh, what's that, that we condone such things, but yes, you could. Yeah, I think we do. I, I fully will. <laughs> I fully like. <laughs> yeah, no, it's for real. Like, the cards are bullshit. It's the only thing about Titanicus that I'm, like, really sour on is them charging money for paper. But other than that, I think it's great. I think the value is pretty good. Yeah. At least, yeah, you definitely don't need as much to get into uh, overall. I did just drop, like, way too much money on Space, so I don't need to spend no, another... No, that's fine. Here's the thing, man. You should you when when we see you next, when you come over and we do like another hobby day or game day yeah. or like drunken, we can drunken totally dick toast or whatever. Day. Yeah, we can totally have you like you can play against me or you can play against AJ with my Legio. Like, yeah, you could try to like you got to learn it before you buy into it. At least like unless you know you're fucking in for it. Well, yeah, soon, well, soon enough, I love Titans. like I love like I love all the idea of it. It is like again, it's like yeah, and well, Ashton yeah. as well. You could like you could ask talk to Ashton about printing you a, a couple Warhounds because he's got yeah. a 3D printer and he's got the capabilities of doing that. So just just to try it out with yeah. it, yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. Yeah, I get a bunch of Lucius pattern warhounds and just run the all war the all warhound freaking which yeah. is the all pattern that you thing. like. I do oh like God. the Lucius more over the, the more than the Mars. And the and the warhound like the Titan Death has a has a has a battle group that is just all warhounds and that sounds like the most powerful battle group in the books to me. It sounds <laughs> scary. It's it's five though, right? Like so that's yeah. I was just I was just looking at it plus plus one on the damage table, so they're plus two on the damage table with combined fire. Jesus, yeah, that's crazy. And then you just add, a, then you just fill it out with knights or extra extra titans. It doesn't even matter. Like 
Like that's like 1300 points of devastating. And then you like <laughs> fill up the points with like whatever. Cause the 1300 points is really good. Right. Just knights or something. Just do super, yeah. li- super light, super fast. Or you could even do uh, more warhounds or, or reavers or whatever. Just, yeah. just throw some more in there. Yeah, that's true. But, cause you can, cause you can have, cause you can split mana pools. Yeah. Um, the mana pool that I'm interested in is one that's based off of a king and queen. This one sounds really powerful too. It's essentially Myrmidon, but instead of a Reaver, you have to take a Warhound, and then you can take another optional two Warhounds. And those Warhounds can combine shields with the uh, the Warlords, your two Warlords, which is like, that's insanely powerful. Well, it's, yeah, it's... It's, it's awesome. I, I can't wait for. I think finally, once the campaign, this new book drops, I think it's really gonna open it up. And now that they have these deals, like like buying that whole maniple, I think you know we're really starting to see full maniples being pictured online. And finally, yep. you know, like you said, we we had a there was ten people at the Bocce T Mini Titanicus, right? Yeah. Yep. So like basically, because like. You know, not to throw. Sh- we were throwing a little shade at you earlier. You you basically have pretty much a fully painted Legio, except for you you're missing your arms, right? So. Uh yeah. Once I'm done this warlord, I'm I've got uh, fifteen hundred points painted. Yeah, exactly. So you know, basically, we had not. I would say nine and three quarters painted Legios at that event, and that's awesome for a game that's only yep. what like that's... six months old or less. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. And the new and book- anyone anyone who's listening, like uh, like people keep asking about points. Um, I I would recommend between you know don't do, I don't I wouldn't even start with fifteen hundred. I'd start with no. eleven hundred. Like yeah, like this game take it's weird as hell if you've never played. You know, it took us a bit. Now I've got a grasp on it, but it took me like four games before I started actually like figuring it out. And, um, yeah, I think I think fifteen like we. Well, you guys did fifteen hundred in two rounds, and we and you guys did three hours per round, and and my game with Phil lasted like almost four hours. Exactly, so it's it's definitely still in that you know we're still figuring out the rules. So, um, but I think fifteen hundred events is probably is probably where it's at right now. If an average game takes three hours, I'm going to say if I'm playing, it'd probably take an hour and a half. Yeah, once you learn it, once it's you very, learn it, yeah. that's that's the it, big thing. The way for the turn right? activation happens makes it, it. I would say it's a slower. It's a slower game than 30k because of how the turn activations work. They're, you're alternating between phases, and like I activate a titan, you activate a titan. I activate a titan, you activate a titan, and so for because me, of for that, movement for for shooting, for yeah. repair, for orders, for everything, exactly. right? So, yeah, there, you could be very fast, but. Um, your opponent is going to dictate your speed more than I think in 30k would yeah yeah but it I think it will speed up as we have more games and you know we get more events in and we're definitely you know we don't have an event for the deuce but we're definitely going to have a table at least oh we'll be playing it at night that's all that's probably what I want to do at the deuce is like like Titanic is set yeah well I I know I know what I'm going to be doing at the deuce Taking a deuce, getting drunk, getting turned. Yeah, <laughs> drinking, drinking tequila. 
Lifting <laughs> up the skirt of the night. I'm gonna be lifting up that skirt high. This is such an e- evil, evil, evil life. <laughs> it's gonna lift it up over AJ's head. Oh yeah. Awesome. Lifted up the skirt of the night. So hey, I got a question. Is this so is the plan that you're gonna have frosted tips at this event? Is that what we're going with? <laughs> it's up to you, man. I mean, like, because then you could grow your hair out long, and the longer it is, the easier it is to, like, get rid of after. Like, my hair's pretty long right now, so, yeah. It can't be at an event. It can't not be at an event. No, it would be at an event, yeah. Let's just say that, then. We'll say it's at, it's at, so you can, you can act accordingly. I really like the idea of him doing frosted tips with, like, an emo haircut, so, like, it's just... Bangs yeah. down over one eye. Then he could cut it off. I think that's why he wants to do it that way, because then he can slice it off the next day. <laughs> awesome. And AJ, we're, we had a we had a poll on the Facebook page, and I'm not gonna lie, the 12 inch strap on idea had something like 25 votes to like to like four, I think, for the uh, for uh, drinking challenge. Or no, what was the other one? I disregard yeah, this poll. I don't, I, you know, it's, it's there's <laughs> this no, is not canon. There's, yeah, there's no uh, scientific well, backing behind this poll or. Option is also that I buy you uh, a Creed, a Creed shirt. That's like <laughs> one, too small. <laughs> and then, then part of the, part of the stipulation, if I do that is going to be that you cannot explain to someone why you're wearing the Creed shirt. You just have to wear it all day. And if anyone asks you, you just have to like play it straight. Like, what man i like creed <laughs> and it's it's guaranteed to be one size too small because i want it to look like it's from when you were like 12 and you're really in the creed and it, like <laughs> preferably i'm i'm sure it would be faded as well oh yeah we could just wash it a bunch of times give it a nice fade to john's it. just like running his fucking his washing machine for two weeks straight before the event it's just on it's just on tumble dry think, man constantly i think i'm leaning <laughs> and i'll tell you why so so this is what i'm leaning to it's either it's either a drinking challenge where like every time someone blows up a super heavy you have to take a drink they come and get you and you have to take a drink because i think that's fun and engaging or Slash dangerous because there could be 40 super heavies on the table every <laughs> single round. Yeah. It's also hilarious. <laughs> or, or the Creed shirt because then, because I, because I know that like, oh, we're going to be at a Legion and a 12 inch dildo might, might not be as appropriate for some of uh, all the oldies. So, so maybe, maybe, you know, it might, it might end up being a Creed shirt. It might end up being a, uh, uh, drinking challenge revolving around super heavies, but we will see. Maybe a combination of the two. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a combination of the two. Well, I'm I, well. I'm already having a drinking contest against myself, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Tao wins uh, and loses. All right. <laughs> no more Gilbert. Or is contest. it Tao wins and we all lose? No, no, we all win. We'll all win. I think Vicente and well, I think you and oh, you guys have no idea. Ben. You guys have no idea. Like Teo, I like I finally so- found someone that might rival your energy in the room. And yeah, that, and that's fucking Vicente. Vicente. <laughs> of course, it's the people with the weirdest names. Oh <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, they're, I feel they're like we're gonna powerful. get into. I feel like you're here listening to Vicente on the. Uh, uh, on the on the radio, 
Oh no, it was it was Heresy After Dark. That's what it was. Yeah. Hearing him debate Canada versus America, I, I definitely see a drunken like, oh. like, uh, <laughs> like, no and like, you have no idea. Like, yeah, it's gonna be. There's definitely gonna be like probably like a drunk John like getting patriotic, getting like getting all like uppity about like Canada because because he makes some kind of like anti-Canada joke or something. That's definitely probably gonna happen. <laughs> See, you're just putting it out there, and now Vince is just like, "Yep, that's what I'm gonna do." He's listening yeah. to this right now. He's it's like, "I'm grabbing that and I'm taking all of it." Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's gonna be. It's, He's it's gonna, gonna walk good. in with a make a great make America great again shirt. You don't 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 doubt it. Don't doubt it. <laughs> well, I, I would just think that was hilarious. I, I would be. I would. La- I would just laugh if someone else was offended by it. It would be, it would be great. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. The the deuce will be awesome. We will have some Titanicus and. Um, yeah, man, I I I'm definitely super stoked on it. It's uh, it's a uh, it's it's I think it's just something new. It's gonna be a hot something... steamy deuce. It's gonna be the best. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we uh, we take it from here and we kick it over to Gary's. Ask AJ and John. Oh, no. was it Gary? Yeah, to Garrett and it past AJ. Oh, AJ after dark. It's not AJ After Dark. It's actually AJ and Garrett early morning. Oh. Early on Sunday morning. (laughs) Oh. Just me and Garrett on Sunday morning. All right, come back. Easy like Sunday morning. See, that's what I... You can't just leave me hanging, Teo. No, (laughs) I I can't just start singing and you not sing. I knew it was coming. It was just (laughs) delayed. It's just a little... You just need to oil the oil the gears a little bit. <laughs> you gotta you gotta grind my gears. Grind your gears. All right, we're oiling going. your ass gears. What? What? And welcome back to the Boys of the Golden Throne. I am here with the lovely, the talented, the handsome Garrett Lowe from Ottawa, Ontario, friend of the show. Welcome, Garrett. How's it going, man? Talent is a bit of a stretch, but I appreciate it. I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> so, Thanks for having me on. Hey, no problem. We're uh, always glad to uh, to have you on. It was awesome to uh, finally meet you when you uh, came out here for uh, the 53rd annual Royal Flush and get you meet, meet you in the flesh and hear about your your ongoing uh, love affair with Japadog. <laughs> it, it almost seemed to me at a point like hmm did he come out here for the event or did he come out here for japa dog i think maybe i i'd like to say it was for both but (laughs) it was a tapestry of a of a trip it was many different elements many sort of overlapping complementary uh it was just it was a beautiful mosaic lots of hot dogs lots of dice and whiskey and it was a magic it was a magical time Magical time. It was. I wish I could go back. Maybe I will someday. <laughs> Maybe. More on that later. Um, so we, we we decided to get you on because uh, you uh, are loosely, I'm going to say, involved in um, uh, an event happening in Ottawa. But before we get there, 
I, I've got a, a question to ask of you. I, I, want, I need a little bit more detail so on, a, on something here. So I know that you are friends with uh, Tim and Michael from the Eye of Horus and that you won, you won this, um, this contest, which then you got to go on to the podcast and wonderfully talked about coming out to our event, which was <laughs> Amazing, and thank you very much for doing that. But now, when Tim comes in to their episodes, he talks about the Garrett Lowe Memorial Recording Studio, and I'm wondering, like, does Tim know that you're still, in fact, alive? <laughs> See, I think the word "memorial" was thrown around. I think I think they're trying, like, <laughs> they they are aware that I am indeed alive. <laughs> okay. They were concerned. Um, what after coming out west (laughs) uh well no at adepticon like tim said like i was so i was so shit-faced at adepticon that they weren't they weren't sure if i was gonna make it i guess i come off as a person that could just be generally dangerous in situations like that but uh yeah no uh it's it was a great honor it was um I mean, the whole the, the whole crux of the matter is is Freddie's um, uh, charity, right? So, yeah. um, it, it it was something that I knew I was gonna uh, donate to, and when the guys at I Horus uh, announced that, you know, there was a, a sort of a tie-in competition, it only made sense for me to uh, to sort of set the bar, and I achieved, and now you know. I, I am forever immortalized, or well, at least, just, in, or at least until they have another contest and slap somebody else's name on there. No, but. never. That's blasphemous. I, I just picture in my head that they've got a picture of you framed above their door, going in or out of of the of the room that they record in. Just like you know how you know very Catholic people will have the picture of Jesus. It's just a picture of you up there. That's what I'd like to think, at least. Very, very honored to uh, to. Uh, be recipient of that very distinguished, sophisticated prize. <laughs> Shout out to Ia Horus. Always, always the love for Ia Horus. All right, so let's get down to the brass tacks here. You know, I love events. Let's talk events. So you're helping out with the Canadian Tabletop Championships in Ottawa, Ontario. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on over in O Town? Yeah, so uh, the Canadian Tabletop Championship is—it's um, more of a convention than than an event. It's it's a bunch of different systems. I'll I'll go over that quickly, just so. Uh, I mean, obviously, people listening to this podcast are going to be more heresy centric, but oh, it's yeah. worth throwing out um, some other little tidbits in case uh, friends of friends or, you know, it's it is a three day event and um, yeah, there's for sure. a lot to do. And so, maybe, maybe uh, they've got their heresy army, but they're still painting, and they know, you know, that fully painted is for closers. So maybe they're not just—they're not going to be quite ready yet, and they need one more event to play in their other gaming system of choice before they hop back in or hop into the heresy fully and committed. Yes, for sure. So um, May May third to fifth um, in, uh, like AJ said, Ottawa, the uh, Rito Curling Club, which is on O'Connor. It's a uh, it's a nice building, uh, very spacious. There's going to be two bars, I understand, so uh, no shortage of uh, beverages. Very important fact. Um, hotels nearby for people traveling. Um, 
we'd really like to get, you know, to leach as much of Ontario as possible, uh, Western Quebec, you know, upstate New York. Um, again, apart from heresy, there are a lot of events. So if you, if you push around little plastic men and roll dice, there's, there's uh, going to be a lot for you to do. There's a gaming event for you. <laughs> there is, yep. So yeah, Friday, uh, Friday May third to to uh, Sunday May fifth. Um, I'll quickly run down some of the other events. So yeah, like uh, I'm going to talk about Heresy a little bit uh, in depth. But uh, you know, there's 40k AOS. Uh, there's going to be a pretty sizable X-wing tournament there. Armada, bolt action. Um, yeah, lots of stuff. Uh, any any dust yet? Has dust infiltrated across the border yet? Just throwing dust? that out for, for yeah. Michael, who might be listening. <laughs> um, I'm not seeing any dust uh, or or yet, 28 Michael. mil battle or 28 mil battle tech. They have actually, well, I guess they have battle tech <laughs> on here. I very much doubt it's 28 mil. Yeah, I think th- I think there's a little bit of incubation time before that really blows up outside of. Uh, indiana and texas but (laughs) leave it to those guys i'm sure it'll be huge yes absolutely uh so yeah um it's gonna be uh it's it's gonna be a great time i i know the organizer i'm uh i know he's putting a lot of time into things and uh this is his sort of first event of this scale um he has some some excellent partners too i should just mention quickly uh wounded warriors canada and chio which is the uh, children's hospital of eastern ontario uh, are involved uh, uh, from a sort of charitable uh, standpoint with the event. So oh, two awesome. really good causes there. Um, and, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, maybe I'll just – should I hop right in? Yeah, and, let's hop right into the details. Down? Let's get into I'm, – I'm seeing it's a three-day It's a three day starting on Friday event. This is uh, – Yeah, let's, Friday to Sunday. Yeah, wow. All right. So tell us what's going on here. So among many other events, on Friday there is a Horse Heresy um, uh, narrative tournament being run by a buddy of mine, um, uh, Dan Williams, who's uh, a paragon paragon of the community in in these parts. So um, he always writes uh, fluff and has sort of uh, an outline for his narrative events. I don't have any information on that, but, uh, you know, leave it to Dan. He'll have uh, something... uh, Exciting to be uh, sort of getting the juices going. Uh, so it's a 24-person event, uh, 2,500 points. <clears throat> I believe I'm pretty sure you can use any force org. He may insist on uh, on crusade, but I'm not 100%. Okay. Um, three rounds. Uh, when you buy your ticket, you uh, you select loyalist or traitor. He's sort of trying to balance it like that. So perfect. Um, he may even be writing that into his uh, his narrative. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to be an awesome event. Um, so gonna, the, I, should, I should reach out to JP. Actually, I should try to get him. Yeah, uh, JP and Mark, absolutely. Mark, JP's yeah. always bitching that there's no events. So get in the car. Let's let's see it happen, JP. You could hear. You could have one one very very drunk Quebec. <laughs> gamer there for making entertaining everyone from the the sounds of his exploitations from previous events that I've heard. So, I in, in do you know what's going on then on Friday? Like it sounds like it's a three round event uh or th- three hours per round. It's a three hour round event happening Friday through just on the Friday. 
Just the Friday. Just yeah. the Friday. Yep. Okay, so it's gotcha. Just contained that one day. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm going to be playing in that event. Originally, I was going to be organizing. I sort of stepped back and just took a, uh, a participant uh, 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 association with the event. I didn't want to. Uh, I couldn't really commit to uh, to help run it, but I will definitely be there. <laughs> We'll be there losing games and getting very <laughs> No, Garrett, no. You're going to get some wins, man. I, I feel it. This, this, this event. <laughs> it's going to be gotta... training. It's going to be training for uh, an event in June that's happening. I, I, I feel it. I feel it. So that's Friday. Um, <clears throat> um, another 30K-centric event at the, uh, at the convention is uh, on Sunday which is a Titanicus event. Oh, the new hotness. So it's, it's a smaller event. It's a 12-person event. Uh, same thing, three rounds, uh, three, hour, three hours around. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have a points level. I'm not sure if they decided. Yeah, I, they I, might be I, waiting for Titan Death. We, yeah. we, um, we just announced uh, earlier in this show, uh, we just announced that we're putting on our second titanicus event and we've set it at 1500 points but we put a big caveat in bold being like we're waiting officially until titan death drops just so we can have like a week or two to digest that book and see if uh we want to change anything in terms of the makeup of uh how people bring their stuff so um i'm sure more information to come on that um once you get once that drops um yeah i'm not sure I uh, I've I've bought a shitload of Titanicus stuff. It's still all boxed up. Unfortunately, I'm trying to make a big push for uh, Adepticon now and get uh, more 30k stuff done. So yeah. I haven't pulled the trigger on getting super serious with uh, my Titans. But it, and, it's like a I, good thing you haven't because it's destroyed my hobby progress with my <laughs> Alpha Legion. It's completely grounded yeah. to to uh, a standstill. So I'm almost. Almost over getting all that stuff painted, and then I can hop back into uh, into the Alpha Legion. But yeah, the uh, work I'm doing now will set me up to be good for the rest of the year. So like okay. post post Adepticon, I can really just jump in and just get stuff built uh, as quickly as I can, and then start getting paint on models. And yeah, it'll it's be fun. A, it's a super fun game. It's a little frustrating with the rules because, in my opinion, it's probably the worst designed. Uh, rule book that i've ever come across but um I've, it would I've be played... hard to beat the necromunda rule book but well but now you can't judge it like that because now we've got that great necromunda right. rule book right there so, is the consolidated one yeah so i'm hoping that maybe they'll do that in the future for uh titanicus but uh i have a feeling that's probably not gonna happen so well we're seasoned guys i mean we can you know we've been in this game a long time we can we can sort of touch and feel our way through a poorly laid out book. We've yeah. all done it. I just had a, yeah, just a, after, part of after the... a couple tantrums, I had a, I had a little tantrum with John the other day. I got a little poopy about it, about the rules, but I got over it. <laughs> Fine. Shoot me with your plasma annihilator. Fine. Whatever. Just yeah, do exactly. it. Fine. I'm dead. Fuck I don't do care. <laughs> Sweet. So yeah, no, um, so no points level announced for that yet, but, uh, you know, anybody that's, uh, like I said, in, uh, Ontario, uh, you know, uh, Eastern Ontario, Western Quebec, upstate New York, uh, that realm, yep. if you're, if you're a Titanicus player, uh, I would, I would urge you to, uh, to check it out. 
And uh, it, I guess there'll be some links in the show notes that people can follow to um, to get more information uh, on absolutely. the uh, on the convention as a whole, and and you can go on there and you can see exactly uh, what pricing is and and what the shakedown is for you know what events are on what days and whatnot. So. Um, and it yeah. looks it looks like there's an open open gaming area as well at the convention. So yeah, so there's going to be open gaming, and uh, I believe you have to pay a nominal fee to to utilize the open gaming. I don't believe uh, your your ticket uh, for specific events covers that. I think it's sort of a okay. There's like thing. a convention fee, and then you get your individual uh, event tickets, kind of thing. I believe the only thing that like if if you buy if you load yourself up with with four events for the entire thing, you know, you're going to those events, but you could, you could buy one, you know, like if you, if you had Friday off and you just wanted to play in that 30 K event and you got that, that event ticket, it gives you full access barring the open gaming. Right. So you can, okay. so you can walk the floor. There is going to be a, uh, a, you know, a retail, uh, a retailer area with some, some stuff. So full access to that. Uh, for the weekend, so you could you could show up, you could play Friday, and then if your plans change and you got some free time later in the weekend, go back and hang out and you know right. obnob around. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. It's it sounds it's an ambitious uh, large event and one that um, I mean uh, the Canhammer guys throw uh, Capital City Bloodbath, which is which is a great uh, 40k tournament, uh, sort of in the late summer every year. Okay. I attend every year and it's uh it's a big uh you know it's it's a it's a cool event to see that many people like-minded people this seems uh like it's uh, along the same vein another big uh convention that uh could be a lot of fun so i would urge anybody interested to uh to get more information and to snap up some tickets before they're gone yeah and it looks like there are um it looks like there's a facebook um page for the event so if there is open gaming you know you're coming down do the friday event for 30k and if you do have a legio you can stick around for sunday and maybe you know just saturday you, you arrange something with some guys and do uh some open gaming uh yeah there's going to be lots of tables uh too for uh for pickup games i believe i'm gonna i'm bringing um sort of dipping my toe into citizen soldiering for the first time i'm gonna oh, bring yeah. a table all right, Garrett. Well done. And I guess that's going to be rolled into um, into the forty k as well. So, so what are what may I ask what, what what's going on in the brain stew of Garrett for train? What's this board? It's uh, my, my I don't have any work to do. It's all done. It's just been oh, okay. a table that uh, that has just stayed in my little um, my little room for its lifetime and has never ventured out, but. Um, hasn't been seen in the wild just in Garrett. No, well, I tend to tra- I tend to travel. Ottawa Ottawa has a fair amount of heresy players, but it's not something that that draws a lot of events. That's why something like this is exciting because it's local. I seem like like I'm going to Kitchener in a couple of weeks to play heresy. Right. That's like you know a That's good a big drive six seven hour drive to go roll dice. I'm willing to do it. They're awesome guys. It's an awesome venue. It's going to be a wicked event. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, there's not there's not a whole lot going on. I hope this sort of kicks off getting people, you know, wanting to play because it's a great game. Great guys. Well, hopefully, uh, yeah, we hopefully you guys can get JP down 
JP and Mark. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to shoot them a message. I'm going to get them. Absolutely. So this is when I'm going to uh, blatantly call out my brother, Alex. Alex, get your stuff painted and go to this event. Just do it. Do it. All right. So <laughs> now after that, so let's let's do a little deuces update here. So I got a very excited uh, posting on Friday that the one and only Garrett has purchased his ticket and is venturing out from the frigid cold temperatures of Ottawa, Ontario, and coming out to the West Coast for our doubles event, the Deuces Wild. So, uh, yeah, dude, I'm so stoked that you're coming back out. Like, have you pre-worn Jabbadog or... Or what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I may buy. I may have be forced to bypass Vancouver, sadly, uh, this time around. So, um, yeah, I mean, I love Japan. I may have overdone <laughs> it on the Japan. There's a pause there for a moment of silence. I don't know, listeners, if you caught that, but <laughs> <laughs> my well, I. I had this tingling in my chest when I ate the fifth Japa dog and my body was screaming, okay, motherfucker, that's about (laughs) enough. Well, we've got, we've got a couple other hot dog places here. They're not, they're definitely not on the Japa dog type level, but maybe we'll, we'll take you there and, and, and at least get you a hot dog to hold you off or. Well, Teo's dog, I had Teo's dog post Japa dog adventure and it was a fantastic yeah. uh farmer sauces that was just that was man just, knows how to make a good dog that's that's for sure i've i've only had one but it was scrum diddlyumptious i i'm i wish like, <coughs> I, like we, i'm trying to work out with the event so that he can just like come down with the trailer and just feed us all lunch but they're not they seem not to be down with that because they want to make their own money so fine whatever but Anyway, one day, one day we'll, well do. There'll, there'll be plenty of tequila for Teo to uh, <laughs> hand out and enjoy. I have a feeling that once we arrive, I'm not even going to say anything about tequila when I go and talk to them about the bar setup this year. It's just going to be there. They're just going to remember and just they'll see Teo and just put it straight out on the <laughs> on the table like, oh, we're going to make some money off this boy. <laughs> so, uh, so tell, uh, can you, uh, are you in a position to, uh, to say what you're, what you're thinking of bringing out for the doubles, who, you, who you're partnering up with? So I'm going to be playing my, uh, death guard. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Um, powerful fucking Ezra and Ooh. I are teaming up. Nice. To, to, uh, producing perhaps the most grimmest mashup in uh warhammer history the death guard and the night lords <laughs> nice okay so he is gonna bring the night lords excellent okay i'd like to see the look on the face of the planetary governor when his fucking little uh adjutant comes up and says my lord we've identified the iconography on the ships that have just translated into the system 14th and 8th legion <gasps> oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well that's that's awesome, man. That's gonna be an awesome pair up, you two. And yep. uh Ezra's an awesome guy and uh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kick ass and um take names. And uh our enemies shall know fear. <laughs> All right, man. Well I'm I'm super stoked to 
that you're going to make the trip out again and uh it's going to be a great event and it thanks for coming on to tell us about uh these events happening in ottawa it's great to hear about more events taking place in canada because i i feel like we've got there's a lot of heresy players up here but i feel like there's just not as many people doing events so uh like you said hopefully this is a bit of a catalyst to uh get more of an event scene happening over on uh, the east coast well east-ish coast compared to where i'm sitting right now <laughs> yeah so uh canadian tabletop championship uh if people want to check out the website it's t uh sorry ctcgc.org um but again uh these guys will throw uh, some links in the uh in the show notes and yeah we will have it in the show notes until the event passes and is, uh, and maybe you can come back on after the event and give us a little wrap up of, uh, how everything went. That'd be, that'd be wicked. Yeah. That'd be awesome, man. I'd appreciate awesome, that. man. Well, as always, thanks for coming on and, uh, and hopefully we can get you back on and, uh, chat about this. And then once think of it this way, as soon as that's over, it'll be like, you come on this podcast, just a little, you tell us just about a little it. taster. And then it will be just like a few more sleeps until you're hopping on an airplane to come out and see us. I love it. All right, man. Well, enjoy the rest of your fine uh, Sunday, and uh, we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks, man. Take care. Welcome back to the Boys of the Golden Throne. I am sitting here with Johnny, and we are here to talk to you about our excitement over our en- int- entry, I don't know, intro to the con- yeah. Conquest campaign system. Yeah. So, yeah, like book four, book four the as... Freddie says it's the only book that you need, <laughs> but uh, it's it's pretty in depth. Very very much not true, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, from a certain point of view, I guess I I can see how he thinks that that you know if you're like at this point you could technically just buy the red books, and if you didn't want any of the other fluff and you just wanted to build yourself a hefty campaign, mm, that's all you yeah. don't really need, but. That's just semantics. So, <laughs> so yeah, let's like book book four the conquest campaign system. It's basically like a make your own campaign, a choose your own adventure. So you can make yeah. it like based on a desert planet or a forge world, and have all different like weather effects and special rules. Like the amount of extra bullshit that you can add to games is like pretty in depth. So John, like you and I have been talking about doing this for, I don't know, maybe since we like first really started gaming, like really talking about doing yeah, a campaign. Uh, so I think, yeah, sorry. I think it's been, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I think when we very, very, very first started playing at your place, I think that was kind of, it's been something we've talked about ever since then. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty stoked to do this. And originally I started to write a document putting some ideas together and then like an idiot I promptly didn't save it and like lost power on my computer and it was lost. So you then went ahead and really dived into it. You took my book four home and 
sat in on your chair in a comfy like legged leg powerful leg position you know leg up on the table thinking contemplating <laughs> reading the book and coming up with a new narrative that we're basing our campaign on so why don't you uh run us through what's uh what you've yeah. put down so it's not finished i want to say that like like there's a lot of stuff that's not figured out it's all a lot of it's quite general um but the basic narrative is that there is a forge world which i think we've we've decided is in uh, the what, sorry what's the system again the uh, well, we talked about it being in the Plaskif system the which Plaskif was system, which yeah. was the system that the royal flush was based in so one of the planets right. in the Plaskif system is a forge world so i think the the idea is um, either this is before the flush or this is a planet that is um sort of on the outskirts of the system i i think i'd like to choose choose to believe that it's probably takes place before the royal flush yeah, i like that we could it's do the some in, prequel. it's the initial sort of yeah it's the initial sort of invasion at the at the at the edge of the system so essentially the the forces of horus in the area have um there's a forge world of of pretty pretty considerable power considering the uh how remote the system is yeah in this in this system and they've basically decided that they want to take this forge world and what they've done is um and we haven't come up with a name for the forge world yet that's something we have to figure yeah, out i think but. we had it i think it was very generalized in in the narrative that we got jp oh. to uh to narrate for us but i think it was just like Plaskit three or something like that. Yeah. Um, but in the in the narrative for the Royal Flush, it was that the basically this like warp storm was created that made the Plaskit system one of the only stable routes into. I'm totally blanking and should know this off the top of my head, but into this certain sec- septum segmenta. <laughs> or one of the yeah. segments of the solar system. I should have definitely don't have it in front of me, obviously, but um, yeah, but the, basically the point is, yeah. it was like a lot, a huge amount of the power lay with the forge world and then lay with one hive world with all of the supplementary outer planets and inner planets, basically feeding the hive planet and the forge world yeah. for resources. So, yeah, I I think it's it'd be a really cool idea to do like a prequel to uh, so the Royal Flush. I, I think essentially my thought is that this is the uh, this is the invasion of the planet. So the idea basically being that um, when my thought would be something along the lines of when uh, Xana swore their allegiance over to Horus, they were given certain um, there were certain stipulations that Horus gave them that be that more favor, more resources so that he could, they could fuel his armies, but right. also, um, free reign over certain forge worlds based on the locations of, uh, of their fleets and, and supporting sort of Tagmata with the, with the sons of Horus and stuff. So my thought is basically the sons of Horus have found this forge world. They want to invade it, uh, destroy the local arc Magos and, and then, um, basically give it to, uh, Zana's uh, Argmagos Dominus, who is 
um, tagging along with this fleet. And so the first mission that we played, um, was awesome. so essentially uh, <laughs> it, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. So, so my thought process with the design of this has basically been, I wanted to, uh, do conquest missions and I really like the idea of having a map and I really like the idea of having an actual mustering phase. And so, so for those who haven't, um, haven't read conquest, essentially the, this, it gets way more in depth than your just your missions. Um, a lot of it is around um, actually attacking and defending certain points, and and having um, bonuses and um, things that don't just affect the actual gameplay, but affect affect the actual um, sort of initiative and mustering phase and the actual attacking phase. So the basic concept is that. Um, each player will start with a certain number of, I, I can't remember what they're called off the top of my head, but it's essentially a certain number of points, attack, attack points. And each, um, mustering phase, you both roll an initiative check. And then the person who wins that initiative check basically gets to, um, choose a location that they can want to attack. Usually it's going to start off from a point of, uh, like you're going to start in one circle and then you're going to, you're going to kind of move over and move into the next, uh, next, next section. And you'll have three to choose from. And then from there you'll, you know, you'll have, uh, it's almost like a grid system, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like a grid system. Like so you, like we, we're thinking of using the, the planetary empires tiles to yeah. make, of make this world. And basically so what you control depicts what you can attack and what you control also affects the campaign because there can be uh, bonus rules that come along with taking certain areas. Yeah. So the way that um, I had have written it, and this is very early and we're going to flesh this stuff out, but the way that I had written no it is intended. The attack. <laughs> yeah. The initial attack would be the sons of Horus um, attacking the Mechanicum's forge world. And, I would just start with the initiative because it just makes sense that the Sons of Horus are attacking the planet and invading it. So the the first mission was the um, the Sons of Horus uh, attacking the astropathic relay on the southern hemisphere of this uh, forge world, trying to cut off the mechanic the the the, uh, the forge world from the rest of the system, so that they can't get re- they can't get re- reinforcements uh, as fast. And also from the rest of the planet. Right. So we basically played a mission. It was a modified. Um, it was a, it was a mission from book four. Uh, I, I remember the deployment was high ground. I can't remember the mission name, but essentially the the uh, the mission is all about controlling a a, um, a singular objective. Is, is and it virtues of like purity? Is that no? I don't know. <laughs> I could go and it's run. Okay. I don't. I don't. Book, I don't I don't, I don't think you have it. I think I do. And it's in the other room, but, but regardless, it, essentially it was just, it's a mission where the whole point, it was to control this one objective. And in the, the, the way that the written, the, the mission was written, it's uh, there's, there's more of a neutral uh, version of it, which is like, you have two players who are attacking this, but we had it where the deployment was high ground. So it was actually, more of an attack and a defend thing. So the way that it worked was uh, AJ has a, a building. We had an astropathic relay that we had set up and his tagmata 
forces were deployed around the building in an 18 inch bubble around the building. Yeah. We used and, the dark angel fortress of redemption. Yeah. Is that what it yeah. is? Boarded yeah. from our buddy, Jeremy shout out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go on. So, so we, it's a very all or nothing mission and sort of, so the, the, what, what's suggested under it is that, uh, the attackers have 25 more percent points than the, uh, defenders and and when we played it, I think um, I th- I think you have to do it that way. Even we'll get into how the game went, but I, I think it sort of would have to be done that way because what we found was that the attacker essentially has to table the defender to win. So that that's really what it comes down to. So it's a very aggressive, and I think that that so so that represented exactly what I wanted it to, which was really cool. Um, so we had the game. Uh, AJ played his loyalist uh, Tagmata Mechanicum Tagmata, and um, I think he's going to kind of develop maybe a little bit of fluff around them and, and their their sort of connection with this Forge world as we go on. But yeah. this is us learning this campaign system. You, so you guys are just kind of kind of coming through it with us here. Like we're we're figuring this out, and, and I think if we do another one, we're going to expand and be a well, little more specific. I think we can expand from this, John, because if we started and we're doing it in a Plaskif system where the flush happens, yeah. then we can just bring in Eric and Jeremy and sure. guys that were yeah, and we'll, and we'll get into that because, like, I think yeah, we I think when we're done talking about the, what actually happens with the game, we can get into like what our sort of thought is for the future yeah. of the of the campaign. Um, but yeah, so the mission played out, uh, AJ had 3000 points of Mechanicum. I had 4,000 points of Sons of Horus. Uh, AJ has a ton of Dreadclaws that are still black from his, uh, his Alpha Legion that he's going to start working on here pretty soon. And we thought, well, why not? I have a ton of Dreadclaws as well, but I don't have enough to run 4,000 points in. But we thought, mm, wouldn't it be cool to do a planetary assault? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sons of Horus are literally coming down in nothing but dread claws and dreadnought draw pods and like jetpacks and stuff. So I had a big four thousand point list. Um, he had a more mob, more moderate uh, three thousand point list of cybernetica. Um, and my list was basically split between seven draw pods and a storm eagle. And then uh, a one squad of outflanking reavers. So it was very, very aggressive, fluffy. Uh, everything in the list was either a reaver or a terminator. I wanted this to be extremely like, I wanted this to be like the black reaving. Like this would it be was, the exact guys they would send to just cut the head off the the hydras. To say it was just perfect for what like would be happening in a sons of horus planetary assault like you've got exactly exactly going after the head and just like going straight after like an immediate objective which would you know change you know make or break how that planetary assault exactly and sons of horus it's exactly how they would fight it would be very spear tip we we overwhelming overwhelming force applied to a um under you know like it applied to the weakest possible area just aggressively like over over the top just like yeah we smash this into the ground as 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 quickly and as as uh, as as aggressively as we can to sort of like stagger the uh the enemy so 
yeah, so we played it. Uh, the first couple turns, we were sort of, I think, uh, we, we were both. I haven't played the new augury scanner rules since the update with my uh, drop list, so that was interesting. Yeah. I think we both sort of were like interested to see how that would work out. Well, it's the first game I've played them because since like I'm trying to think if I've had any games post if that was my first game since Heresy Camp, my first 30k game at mm-hmm. least. I think we might have had one at some point since then but i can't remember when that would have been yeah maybe maybe anyway it was one of the fuse. Was I've Matt's all, oh that's that? right matt that's yeah. right that was being the last time so that was only the weekend after heresy camp so <laughs> but uh yeah like i think um you know that was the first time i'd played those actual rules because usually i was just like fuck those rules i'm just gonna play it old school but um i'm very like uh like yeah, I mean, you asked me, and I really did appreciate it. Like, how do you want to play these? I'm very much just like, look, like I'm a good player. Uh, I'm not gonna like hamstring you by like not letting you play the rules the way they're intended to be played. I kind of, I know that they're very powerful, but the fact that I was deep striking my army, it's like whatever. Uh, I I feel like that's how they should work is they should they should give you interceptor against deep strike i think the thing about them that's kind of broken more is the uh it's the blanket interceptor even to outflanking units um and i think when you're playing a full drop list it's like it's it's not as meaningful as like if you had one drop unit or two drop units it's extremely powerful but if you have an entire drop list it's just like what, what do I care? Oh no, you blew up a drop pod. Great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? That and that. Yeah, that's kind of where I got to. Right. Like I was, you know, I think I used interceptor once with the Myrmidon destructors, all with photon thrusters to go after one of the dread claws, yeah. just to try to pop it to get it into the meaty insides. But you know, didn't basically flubbed the role. Yeah, you so. rolled like shit. You didn't even get a single. <laughs> but i think overall like you know i there were points at that in the first couple rounds where i was doing some some good work like like it was i i sort of at half at the end of i think it was the second turn i was looking at the table and i was like i don't know if i can win this yeah and that they that was a problem because uh and we'll get into that a little bit in a bit here but like part of the way that i that i intended to design our first two missions is so that the attacker is at an advantage because it fits the narrative and we kind of want the attackers to win the first two missions. Um, and, and we'll go into that more, but yeah. So I was like, Oh crap, I'm gonna have to think up like something. So if I lose this, like, fuck, like, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it, I think, I think the first two turns, it was like, I, you know, uh, you, my, my Leviathan had come down. It did piss all when it came down. It was very like, okay, great. I did like a wound to it a cast. It did not box. do piss all at all, John. It ate. Yeah, when wind- I'm saying when it came down. Yeah, when saying it first came that's down. That I, that's, that's, that's what I'm telling yeah. you. That's the story. <laughs> so it came down. It did piss all. And then it kind of like, I think he AJ charged it with a shit ton of Castlex and uh, three... He shot at it too. He couldn't really hurt it with the cast locks because they had Mahler bull cannons, but it got shot in the back by two uh, lightning guns and a multi melta from no, a photon, or a photon thruster. Yeah, yeah, from uh, a squad of uh, Thalax. Uh, they managed to, I think, glance at once, and then the 
the uh, castle axe couldn't do anything to it. So everything charged it. I'm kind of like, okay, great. Like this Leviathan is going to get wiped out here. Um, I roll okay. I think I, you know, I didn't roll great. I, I think I did like two wounds to a castle axe and, and that might have killed it. Cause it, I think, so. I think it might've killed it cause it might've been wounded twice already. Yes. And then you attack back, you do two hull points to it. It somehow survives. There's, it's got three melta bombs coming at it. And like, I think it was, I shit the bed one on. castle axe that had four attacks and then one castle axe that had two attacks. So it had six strength, 10 attacks plus two melta bombs coming at it. <laughs> Lost and in typical points. AJ fashion, I shit the bed <laughs> in all of yeah. that. And then, yeah, yeah, I think I brought, I think it brought it down to the one wound in that first round of combat. Round and then we were nothing. tied up for what yeah. two more rounds or two it more. Was the, it was the it was the next round. It survived again. Oh. My my, I did like kind of meh. I think I did like two wounds to a to a castle axe. And then the third round, it kill. It finished off that castle axe, and finally it died. So it was like one of those things where, okay, well, it didn't really do that much. In the end, it killed like two castle acts. It didn't come close to making back its points, but it didn't really matter because it held you up for so long that like it paid for itself just by holding up 800 points for two fucking turns or whatever. It, it definitely made it, <laughs> its its points back for sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, yeah, yeah, in that sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, uh, yeah, and then I think, uh, yeah, my dreadouts were kind of going off. I mean, I, I so I had a Cordis in the list. The Cordis got fucked up by a, a knight, uh mini knight. Yeah, mini knight. First knights. time rocking that on the table. That was kind of fun. Didn't do a whole yeah. lot. Killed my Cordis, got killed in return. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think my Storm Eagle blew it up in one shot. Yeah. With a, so, yeah, it it took and out then, the dreadnought, and I was just like, yes. And then it turned around and walked around the the fort, and then just got its head blown off by yeah, that storm exactly. eagle. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I can't remember where I was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had that. I had a contemptor. I think that charged into and turned two and a unit of castle axe, and was just like murder, death, kill. Charged in, did five hits. It was a double claw contemptor did five hits, five wounds, and you failed four of them, and it just flat out I used a castle axe right away, and then yeah, proceeded, you, I think, to kill another castle axe before it died. So Right up on the fort, like, trying to take over the one side of the fort. Yeah, it took, yeah. And it succeeded. <laughs> it, it, it did get destroyed, but before it got destroyed, it had taken out two castle axe and a single uh, thal axe with a melba bomb that it punched that was in its butt. It was just like, no smash <laughs> yeah i think so, i think uh, uh it definitely it was the right mission to choose for the way that you wanted the narrative to go and for and for like you know our first two missions wanting to you know have that win i think if yeah. that mission had been you know equal there'd been you would have been shit out of luck <laughs> unless oh, you like, had like what? an amazing first oh, turn yeah, I mean, points-wise, it's like I feel like if it was a standard mission with against that list would have been quite difficult. But, yeah, when you're like, oh, yeah, no, you just have to table me, I don't think it would have happened with uh, a 3,000-point list on my side. Yeah, because you had, what, seven Dreadclaws? I had seven Dreadclaws. So yeah. that's like There are six Dreadclaws, one Dreadnought drop pod. Okay. And Storm Eagle. Yeah, so you're almost getting, like, all of those transports are free on top of yeah. – yeah, exactly. What I'm running, but yeah, no, those dread claws can can do work, right? Especially roasting th Especially. some thralls, and yeah. you got some well, wounds and they on did, some. And they didn't suffer thalax. like 
here's the thing with these augury scanners, dread claws suffered the least because dread claws can jink. And, um, the way that you would deploy them to begin with was usually aggressively and might be within the 18 inch, um, um, range of those things. Every other drop pod has gotten hit harder than that because things need to get out of them, which is devastating. Like, but the drag claws are still so good. They're just amazing. Getting six for free, essentially was, yeah, massively powerful, obviously. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so I think uh, as we're sort of alluding to, I won. I, mean, we can, I won the mission. Did manage to table AJ, and you did kill uh, my warlord, which we were just like we kind of we got into the you know the heat of the mission or and the yeah, heat of the game, kind of but totally it's just like okay, my warlord's dead, and not really thinking about it. It's like so oh, we're not playing a, a I campaign. Didn't just kill your warlord. My warlord cut the head off of your warlord. <laughs> That's the extra crazy part. So a praetor just rolled a six. On a on an Arc Magos Dominus, and the Dominus just got his head cut off. So that was, I you know, it was funny from my perspective. <laughs> well, <laughs> even that. like, but I'm just saying, like we we weren't really thinking about the what oh, could potentially happen, right? So John, yeah. like, and the funny part too is just like, let's play it out, let's play it out. And I'm like, dude, there's there's nothing to play out. Like, <laughs> and then finally yeah, we were just like, okay, let's do another round of combat. And then we did that. And then you're like, yeah, okay, it's it's pretty much done. So we did call it, and it was a great game. Like I think thematically, just seeing all those drop pods coming down, and it kind of is too bad that you're reserve roles didn't completely work out because if if all of them had come down and just having all of them on the table pretty much would have been pretty sweet but i was starting to pick them off so you're just like oh i don't need to get another dread claw off the shelf exactly yeah (laughs) so but yeah i think just like thematically it worked out perfectly which was exactly like what we wanted it to do and we got some cool yeah. moments out of it but then yes we get to the end phase where we so have we to just, yeah and so really quick before we even get to that because this is sort of before that the whole point of this mission was to take the astropathic relay so the rule that we basically agreed upon was that um if i take the astropathic relay it means that i have better um, ability to communicate with the fleets in orbit so my reserve rolls for turn two of every game are two plus now because I control that. And then after that, we, uh, that's when we roll for character, uh, traits. So and we were like, Oh shit. In conquest. Yeah. 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 So I was going to start rolling for my character. So in conquest, when a character is activated, like when you go in with a, with your warlord and you are an attacking player, you it's your initiative and you're the one in the mustering who has attacked a, a location. Um, if you, if you win that and your warlord survives, you get to choose on a, a few different charts that you can roll on with the warlord. But the flip side to that is, is essentially every game that you're playing, you're electing a warlord and that warlord is an expendable thing. So if that warlord dies, you could lose them for the rest of the campaign. It's 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 actually really it's really powerful. It's crazy. So it also kind of encourages you to give your warlords names because and sort of you know th- have thematically like you know um, so AJ's warlord had died in that game, so he had to roll on a chart. 
um, potentially losing him for the rest of the campaign, which was pretty intense. Uh, but I'll let I'll let AJ cover what actually happened. Well, it was yeah, it was super. Just like oh shit, oh shit, because this is my favorite. My favorite of all of my Magos is my yeah. Magos Dominus, my completely yeah. custom built Magos, and just like oh no, I don't want to have the first game of this campaign, which is gonna you last for quite a few games. Just boom, he's gone. But it, it, it worked out. It so. worked out. I did not shit the bed completely. So he's just. Uh, I should grab my the book. I think he's injured, right? So the next time my, he, he's shaken, so he's minus one leadership next game, right? Which, which is just like good for me because he's a freaking. Yeah. He's a cyber wizard, right? So he's exactly. all about his leadership, yeah. and I'm I use him always to do the key cyber thirgy roles. So yeah. definitely an awesome, you know. Thank God it's that result, but like, like totally. definitely, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's it, pretty. It's, it's like a slap on the wrist, but it's also a significant slap on the wrist. Yeah, at least it wasn't anything permanent because I'm pretty sure you can get some permanent role um, reductions. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, we'll I uh, I rolled on mine, and uh, I got plus one strength to my creator, so that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Those so he's now strike six with his Paragon Blade, which is actually pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So, big-ass monsters. Yeah, ex- exactly. And knowing that, I was like, oh, damn, that's going to be really useful against, like, other, other yeah, high toughness things. Exactly. Yep. Um, so I think our next mission that we're going to play, um, we don't have all the exact details figured out, but... I'm I'm just gonna go over the quick really quickly with my what the sort of plan for this campaign is. So Do basically, it. the the second mission is going to be um, the Sons of Horus have now succeeded. They've attacked the planet, um, but obviously this isn't the only place that they were attacking when they were landing on the planet. Uh, there is a more uh, north or sorry southwest uh, part of the planet where. There is were, uh, was a, located a large macro battery that is, is over the astropathic relay in anticipation for uh, enemy ships coming in close to attack the relay. So when the Sons of Horus took the relay, um, the Sons of Horus were also able to bring in their uh, ships closer because at the same time, that was happening. There was a second fleet or second attacking force, tip of the spear force that took over this giant macro array. So this allowed the ship to get in closer. So the second mission that we're planning for this, for this is uh, AJ's Tegmata forces uh, counterattacking this uh, orbital assault battery and taking it back. So it forces the um, Sons of Horus ship out into orbit again. Um, from there, it, the campaign is going to open up, but essentially the storyline is going to be on the short term. Um, there is a, who knows what, if they're loyalist or traitor, but there is an alpha legion fleet that's been watching and they understand the importance of this forge world and the importance of the system. So while the Sons of Horus ship is forced to back off and is distracted by the, 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 uh, the orbital uh, array um, firing on it, the Alpha Legion launched a counterattack on the Sons of Horus uh, and they board the ship. So 
basically one of the sort of future missions is going to be a, as a zone mortalis game. Um, there's the, we have, we basically have an idea for each player is going to, once the first mission is complete, once they've taken the first, uh, the first, um, objective, they will get a bonus based on what they've taken. Uh, AJ's bonus, I can't remember the exact rules for it, but it's essentially, it gives him uh, bonus rolls on, on the, during the mustering phase. And if I remember correctly, it can basically, I think it can result in you getting on a five or a six, you getting like more uh, attack tokens, essentially. So you can really? attack more times. It's very powerful. Crazy. So, when I was talking about my reserve rolls, like how you're powerful like, that is, you're gonna need this, AJ. <laughs> this, is, this is very. This is also a very powerful. Like, like it's a very different thing, but it's very powerful. So, it's really cool. So, essentially, once the first mission is broken out into, then we're gonna have a map of three different um, battlefields that you can that you can move to. When when you take a battlefield, you can only uh, attack a correlating battlefield. So the more that you control, the more options you have for what you can attack. Right. But essentially it'll open up into three different, uh, uh, battlefields. You can choose which one you want. Each one will have a bonus associated with, if you take it at the same time, the other player is going to have, uh, the same, not the same missions. They're going to be quite different because we wanted to have the campaign play out more uniquely based on the, on which player is, uh, having their phase. Um, but the, the, it's, I'm sort of trying to explain how the map physically looks and it's sort of hard, but imagine basically you have two circles and then imagine that you have two extra rows of three dots each. And once you, um, take over one of the, the, the two, the, the, the two initial circles, then you can have, you can move to one of the correlating, um, yeah, you have three paths basically from that. Yeah, exactly. That you have three central, paths on yeah, exactly. Node. Central up or down nodes. Exactly. And we're going to uh, use the node represents a battlefield and, and, a, and a game. And we're going to make it hex based basically, which, you, yeah. which enables the same three, realms of of movement from our our tiles exactly so from there uh the once once you've taken those three um or i I, we haven't really decided but it might be once you've taken all three then you will be able to proceed into the next phase which is essentially taking back um like for aj it would likely be taking back the astropathic relay um, and that will sort of culminate into a much larger game. But the the way that we've got this set up is really cool. So these three different battlefields, for one thing, one of the battlefields isn't even 30K. It's Titanicus, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> just, it, it, right? So like the, the forces of Legio uh, uh, Mortis and um, Legio uh, – what is your Legio again? Astrum. Astrum, that's what I thought. So, yeah, Astrum and Mortis will be fighting at the, on the surface of the planet as well. And um, we're going to have other other crazy missions of, like, like I've planned one for a relic. So so it's like, if, you know, you can come out into, the, into this, like, looking at these nodes, and you can be like, well, I want to take this one because it's going to benefit my, like, campaign mustering phase, which is going to overall help me to win the campaign for points. But then there's going to be one that's just, like, or I could go and try and take this relic and either player could take this relic. Whoever wins this game is coming out of the game with a relic. 
but that's something that's not going to not going to help you points wise as much. But it's going to f- sure as hell help gameplay wise. I think that has and to so, be a ZM game when we do that. Like I think it, that's yeah. I think that I, I was actually thinking Centurion. I think was oh yeah was my okay. thought. Yeah, that could be that could be, be trying to too. get into some bunker or something. But uh, yeah, so basically that's sort of the general thought process it's a lot of it's going to be very uh, fluid and we're going to change it but uh yeah well, like we're just that, feeling it out right we're figuring it out as it we out. go along and then hopefully the goal is kind of to start hopefully incorporating some of these ideas into our events moving forward yeah and and also not even just into our events but i think into our general gaming Absolutely, uh part yeah. of part of like I mean, so the one of the thing the thing that I'm honestly the most excited about in this is character progression. Of course, the idea that you can have <laughs> a character John, that you like, like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> well, you have you have a character that you've named, and and that you can grow this character, and like that's really cool to me. So what the, that means is that like when we get into phase two of the campaign, which will be probably considerably expanded, like. I'm expecting it to be quite a bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And we have two people in mind who we'd like to roll into that. Suddenly it becomes a four-player campaign of loyalists versus uh, traitors. Um, we're going to have me and AJ, you know, depending on things how things have went, we either might not have access to certain warlords because they've died, or we might have a freaking really powerful like well like all known like this this guy is terror is terrifying because he's been he's been conquering this system this planet and now he's all jacked up and freaking he's he's more than a regular you know like you got a weapon skill seven praetor with uh with Absolutely. some yeah cool rule you know like and um so yeah it's I really think we, i think for phase two we could even think about putting the dreadnought table in there yeah, I think that's a possibility for sure. Because it's yeah. our own homebrew, and we can do what we want. I think I think, and and I think that this is this is really good because it's also like this has given me ideas for for how we can do character progression, and I think this is gonna. I'm just gonna probably end up rewriting all the character trees because of this because I actually do like the way they do it in this. I, I originally thought it was sort of sloppy, but now that I'm playing it, I like spent it. Some time like diving into it. Yeah, and and I like I don't I always thought it was super goofy when a character like die. It's just like oh we're gonna like whatever just to make it simple. Like if your character survives, you can roll in this chart. And I'm like eh, or sorry, sorry. If your character participated in the game, you can roll in this chart. And now I'm like eh, it should probably only be if he survives, and probably be these stipulations in book four because they just make more sense. Um, yeah. Well, and I love the 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 capture warlord. That's also an option. So that could have been yeah, what happened. So awesome, yeah. And so like I was telling, I was telling John about like our, our this guy Cody that I met at Heresy Camp, and he, they were doing this ongoing book for um, conquest campaign, and his like warlord was known as like the the head chopper, like or something like that, because he had taken. He had captured like so many warlords that people were afraid to to face him in the campaign because they, yeah. they would you know he would always capture these dudes and now it's kind of cool though because it institutes games where it's just like okay we're gonna go and try to rescue you know this guy and they've set up a Did whole. You say way he was to, a dark angel because no, that would he, be he was a blood angel. I oh, okay, okay, yeah. 
yeah, that's really for that cool. campaign. I love that. Blood Angels. So yeah, and and that's the really cool thing about how fluid the system is because if a, if a guy gets gets captured, he's not dead. It means the next mission that you play is you trying to get back your warlord. Uh, me and AJ have a pretty cool zone mortalis table, and AJ has some of these uh, naked marine models. So they, if if that comes up, it's going to paint. <laughs> well, it, like when it comes up, it'll probably just be a thing of like, hey, just like get some get some paint on one of those marines because that'll be our cool, like cool yeah, little objective absolutely. marker. Just have, we have to figure out how to build a how to build a a, K, a K, uh, sort of like something that looks like a jail cell, but I think that'll be easy enough. We can figure something out. But yeah, yeah I, like, I'm really excited for the one, the fact that we're we're going to document this whole campaign through the podcast and give ongoing updates of our different games that we're doing. We're also making sure that we write everything down in terms of the outcomes of all the games and tracking what's going on with our characters. Um, and I'm really stoked for one that we t- took like tons of pictures. I think we need to stay on that for all of our games because yeah. we're going, we need to take pictures in some cases. So if we want to go back to attack that, you know, battlefield, which represent is represented yeah, as one of these nodes like. on the, go, yeah. the map, we want to be able to reconstruct them. So I really like just that we're getting super into the narrative and I, I dip my toes into doing a campaign, you know, at this point years ago now with Maddie Virgin and, you know, that was super fun. And it was like, Oh, we got to do this again. And, and just never happened. So I'm, I'm super stoked to, to get into this with you and, you know, hopefully we'll spur on getting some stuff painted as well. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm hoping that it'll sort of be like our first game. Admittedly, it was very large and, and I did get uh, stuff painted for it for sure, but I didn't get everything painted. So, um, that's something I'm kind of looking forward to is like not every game is going to be huge in scale. So it'll be something where it's like, Hey, this game's only 2,500 points. Like maybe I should just get that extra squad done. So it's looks good on the table for the pictures and stuff. Right. Um, also AJ's moving into a new house and he will have better lighting in his new house. So our pictures are about to look better. Hopefully. Let's keep our fingers <laughs> crossed on that one. Yeah. <laughs> we might have like, bruised foreheads on all of the the pictures yeah, from hitting our heads but yeah, we'll we'll see sure. so yeah i'm i'm excited to uh you know keep doing updates and keeping this uh keeping this thing going so hopefully we will be back in not too distant future to uh to give an, our update on how my attack went on the next the yeah. next round of this campaign yeah Sweet man, you got anything else uh, you want to close out before uh, we? Uh, kick just that I recommend any anyone who hears this and has access to the books, uh, go go load up book four, go go look at book four and start reading this stuff because it's it's really cool. It's like it really it's you know it it is it's how we should be playing here. Should have been playing heresy a long time ago, especially with our sensibilities. So yeah. yeah. Well, and it, and it's I think it's also really cool too because it's not like we haven't been influenced by Book Four with the events that we've already done. Like it's the original place that we've gone for extra flavor. So even if you don't want to dive in completely into the campaign system like you and I are doing, you can. There's tons of missions in there. There's tons of extra um, 
extra like yeah. weather stuff well, that you can we've do. We've already and... made stuff up, you know. Like we've already made up rules. Like the way that the way that we're doing these first two missions is not in the book. The book is like very clear that it's, these are just ideas essentially. Yeah. Like you can build systems on top of their systems very easily. So yeah, yeah. it's gonna be fun. So continue this uh, this ride with us as we go through the conquest system and. Hopefully uh, you all will start your own little uh, campaigns at home. So we will be back for the closeout of the show. And welcome back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the easy Sunday morning with Garrett. Oh, well, yeah. there is the easy Sunday morning with Garrett, and it's always easy with Garrett, isn't isn't yeah. it? It is. It's it's a pretty. He's a pretty talking easy about dude. his looseness. Whoa, <laughs> it's aggressive. Whoa. I wasn't talking about his looseness. I was just talking about how he's just easy. Garrett's tight. Okay, you don't have to defend his manhood. I'm pretty sure Garrett can, can defend himself. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett's so tight. <laughs> I'm sorry, Garrett. I'm sorry for this. I, ha- I have you on. We have a nice Sunday morning chat, and then and then John's got to get all dirty. But I thank you for coming on. So. I, I hope that we all thank Garrett for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, I thank Garrett for coming on. <laughs> uh, I I love that how he's coming prepared to drink this time. Oh, he's prepared. He's bought his ticket. He's in. Yeah, he's it. It's all okay. You say he was gonna bring I was just, I was just like talking to him, and I was like, "You ready for this?" He's like, "Whiskey, tequila." Beers, we're doing this. <laughs> like, so okay, Teo, th- we need to have like this is a serious talk. So you. Ha- you, we're going to pull the curtain behind here right now. And Teo hasn't listened to this interview yet, but Garrett's probably not going to hold your breath, go to Japa Dog in this trip. He's going to skip Japa Dog and he's just coming to us. So I I think you're going to have to bring down some meat for Garrett. I'll bring down some meat just to, to make sure that he, he doesn't like, just like start, you know, falling combust. apart <laughs> just spontaneously combust because yeah, he doesn't like, have like for, terrible for salted meat like it's yeah. at 10 30 on sunday he just starts screaming like ah! and it's just <laughs> like lack of hot dogs we we need to yeah. avoid that so it's also st frank's i mean you know we've got a a dog place that might be able to tie him over as well that's true in local yeah was, there's, that some place, stuff. there's that place by the empress hotel too yeah, but that's that's pretty basic. Yeah, okay. We we can't take I'll, Garrett I'll, I'll, to I'll a bring basic. Some, I'll bring something place. glorious. I'll, yeah. I'll make up. I'll make up a Garrett special. You have a sweet meat that no one else can beat. Yeah. So. <laughs> sure. Sweet meat. Yeah, say, Garrett. You if you drink like that right now. Sweet meat. Sweet meat. Garrett, if you're looking for good places to eat, you should uh, message us too because I think we can all recommend some really good restaurants. Yes. Yes, we can. It starts. Recommend hot starts meat and food. ends at. Teo's meat Famous? trailer. Oh yeah, it's called Famous Frank's. I know what it's called. Page. I just call it the meat trailer because that's what it is. You should look. You should, you should look up my website. By I the have way. looked it up. It's beautiful and gorgeous. It's beautiful. All right, so 
Garrett, thank you very much for coming on. You, the rest of y'all, you can check us out on Facebook, Boys the Golden Throne, Instagram at BotGT30K. Uh, we also, for our event rundown, we've got the Warriors Weekend. We've got a one-day 30K event, one-day Titanicus event happening April 13th and 14th. We have the Canadian Tabletop Championships in Ottawa, Ontario, happening May 3rd through 5th. We've got the Bot GT 74th Annual Deuces Gone Wild happening June 8th through 9th. Tickets are going fast, so they might even maybe even be gone by the time you hear this. But if you want to check it out, go into our event page. If, if they're not, buy it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah buy it now. We'll be right after. Because they will be gone. Um, and then we also have our friends at CK Studios coming up to do their 102 class here in Victoria, B.C. on uh, July 13th and 14th. They're also doing a class in Vancouver, doing their 101 class, hosted by Justin from the Independent Characters. So that's happening the weekend before. Uh, and then Adon from the Independent Characters is coming to our class here at the 102. So get a, you get two doses of uh, podcast hosts at said painting event um and then we've got war gamers camp uh or war gamers weekend happening in indianapolis uh september 12th through 15th you will see me there and i hope to see you there so uh that is it for me gentlemen do you have anything else to uh throw out before we land this big peace love and chicken grease Johnny, uh, I was actually gonna call it my Instagram because uh, yeah, because I have an Instagram, and I, if you guys <laughs> are interested in what my pro- my my projects look like or whatever, my uh, hobby pro- projects and uh, gym posts, uh, it's Big John W on uh, Instagram. I don't know if I've ever called it out, so I think I, I should once. Big John Maybe. W. <clears throat> yeah, I, or Big John West. Sorry, I changed it. Yeah, Big John West on Instagram. Instant. And yeah, that's not only, well, it's been a lack of workout shots, but you can get your hobby miniature shots and John lifting the iron. John Pipes. Getting get some dick pics if you're lucky. If you slide into my DM, I might give you some dick pics. Ooh. Scandalous. Hashtag never missing leg day. <laughs> All right. Well, hugs and kisses. Never missed third leg day. Ooh. <laughs> Scandalous. All right, well, hugs and kisses from us. We will see you next episode. Peace out. See you later, pimps.